0: Sunday Night Edition, the long-awaited Sunday Night Edition. Long-awaited. Yeah,
1: you've waited like seven days. You have. For the Sunday Night Edition of Free Talk Live. Unless you went into space and came back, then it's, was it, more days or less days?
0: Was it the final frontier? I don't know. Uh Uh-oh. That's what they say about space. I guess it could be. by they, I mean Star Trek. Yeah. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the Sunday night edition of Free Talk Live. Our continuing mission to talk about ridiculous things as well as uh, talk about them from the perspective of freedom and peace and prosperity.
1: Yes, ridiculous things from those perspectives. <laughs> yes, You get all the serious stuff Monday through Every Saturday. Every other day of the week. Right. Sundays we try to be just
0: a little lighter about things. Uh, because why not? Right? Make the Sunday edition a little bit different, stand out a little bit. Yeah. Give the listening folks something, you know, uh, slightly off-kilter.
1: Well, now with the new format, there's even, like, less regular shows throughout the week. Well, no, they're all pretty regular
0: throughout the week. Well, but it's not the... It's, not the, it's just we've welcomed, yeah. you know, some some folks doing their own thing uh, into some of the weekday slots. So right. the, the Free Talk Live family has expanded, and so... Yeah, the the traditional version of free talk live that's what I'm saying uh, yeah has has uh, you know been uh, uh, well welcome these other people and so now I think uh, Wednesday Thursday Saturday Sunday are the ones that are live call in from this studio that we're in right now and uh, the other days of course are from well other people other productions other studios and that kind of a thing so uh, I like it so now
1: we're 25% of the studio nonsense. Uh,
0: certainly are, yes. In fact, the amount of nonsense that we bring, even though it's the same exact amount amount as it was every other week, has increased vicariously <laughs> right. just by us expanding or changing the, the format of the shows during the week. So, uh, Let's see. Captain's Log 07302023. I am your host in the first chair, the authentic Lord Reverend Dr. Captain Kickass Buckshot Esquire, if you will. Playing the part of Nikki Sunshine today will be... Kahuna. And also... Richie Rich! Not that you're also playing not, the part yeah. of Nikki, but I mean... You, also in the studio. Like, you guys are both capable of playing the part of Nicky Sunshine. I don't so. know. No?
1: Well, I mean...
0: I mean, one of you is more bearded than the other, so maybe that's got yeah. some weight to it, I, you know?
1: <laughs> I also have no desire to hang out with Matt that much. <laughs> Matt's cool. I no, like he is. Matt. you're right. Yeah, but there are certain <laughs> things and certain times where authentic Nikki's more appropriate. Speaking of authentic Nikki,
0: uh, oh Jesus, have fun at Guar. Yeah, she just sent me pictures of like her and some people. Like here, I'll just show it to you guys. Oh yeah, well, she's look got up. like she's got like a beer oh, in hand and she's nice. like making funny faces at the camera, sticking her tongue out. She's got like a pentagram shirt on. She's, she's at the Guar show. If you don't know who Guar is, you're missing out on one of life's great pleasures. Uh, Guar is most people are like Guar is a heavy metal band. Okay, they are. Stage show. But they are rock opera, if if they're anything. They they are about the theater. They're heavy metal theater is what they are. Uh, heavy on the costumes, heavy on the special effects. Uh, and and I'm not talking CGI, I'm talking like actual, real, in your face. Effects. One of my favorite things that Guar does, and they've done it throughout the history of Guar, is usually it's a current events thing. Right? Uh, they'll find somebody you know who's in the news or whatever, and they'll make a, a fake version of that. They'll have one of their uh, one of their minions you know play the part of this thing and they'll like decapitate them or like cut their arms off and they'll spew blood all over the audience and this blood of course is just like red.
1: joe biden falling down the stairs of Air Force like
0: one. i've <laughs> seen them decapitate oh. biden bush <clears throat> reagan right you know usually political dudes right that kind mm-hmm. of a thing it wouldn't surprise me yeah uh it wouldn't surprise me or like uh you know hollywood douchebags like uh uh oh man who's the guy I can't remember his name. Oh, Ben Affleck. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and who's the other guy? Matt Damon. Uh, Matt Damon. Damon. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, they, they did, a, they did a, uh, and Like, I, I can't even remember all of the characters that they've brought onto stage. The greatest uh, show that I ever saw, Guar was a Halloween show at a place called The First Avenue in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Pretty big venue. And uh, they have a, a balcony up top, horseshoe balcony, and then they have like general admission on the bottom. If you're drinking, you're up top. If you're not drinking or underage, you're at the bottom. You're in the pit. You can go in the pit if you're if you're under or over twenty one.
1: Backwards, the drunk people are going to fall <laughs> off the balcony or puke <laughs> off the balcony onto the general.
0: Well, it doesn't matter at a Guar show because okay. the Guar is busy spewing well all sorts of things over the audience. In fact, the first uh, several rows of people, particularly in a standing room only. Uh, they will normally be wearing just blank white T-shirts in hopes that Guar will indeed spew all sorts of, you know, colored water at them as the show goes on. And then they will go home with their own sort of tie-dyed Guar T-shirt that's, as a piece of memorabilia of the show that they didn't have to buy. That's different than like a drunk
1: dude's puke coming off the balcony.
0: Which may also be part of your shirt at the okay. end of the show right, that's... In, in this particular instance, <laughs> yeah. right? So. You know, it, it's hard to tell what you're going to get. But anyway, um, they brought out, like, they're playing. They're in the middle of this, like, seven-minute epic song. And, like, two and a half minutes into it, here comes a giant, I can only describe it as, uh, like, a Godzilla-type creature. It was definitely a green sort of dinosaur-looking thing spewing fire, right? And then out from the other side of the stage comes this, like, obvious cardboard and, uh, like tinfoil robot thing. And they do battle with each other sort of behind the both the guitar players and the singer, but in front of the drummer. Okay. And as they're doing battle, like sparks come out of the robot and flames come out of the, the, uh, uh, Godzilla- the Godzilla-looking thing. Looking thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's just amazing that they can do all of this stuff with, like, practical real-life 3D special effects if you've never been to a guar show. I highly recommend it before Guar, you know, is no more. It's possible. Like, they, they've continued on since Brocky died. Brocky was the founder and original lead singer. They've continued on without him. They're doing pretty well, uh, but they're not nearly as popular as they were with Brocky. Brocky was a huge loss as far as their fan base was concerned, but they're doing pretty well. And I've been told that their stage show is still top notch. I haven't seen them yet without Brocky, and so I'm waiting for Nikki to report back next week on her experience seeing that. So. I'm
1: not a metalhead, but my first introduction to Guar was when they were on like the Jerry Springer show.
0: I recently forwarded a uh, a YouTube video to to somebody I know cuz they were like, "I don't understand your obsession with Guar. Like, they just seem like, you know, this, this you know sort of." And I'm like, "Okay, look, gwar has been around forever." They're like, "Really?" I'm like, yeah, they were on the Jerry Springer Show in like 1986 or something, right? I don't remember what year it was, but it was like the mid '80s, late '80s.
1: It was probably mid '90s for me, because you I think was, so? Okay, well, because mid early early to mid '80s, I was too young to care about Jerry Springer.
0: Ah, I see. Okay, so maybe it was like, a little later. Yeah, but but whatever, it was you know 30 years ago. But they might have been on know?
1: before that as well, right? They
0: I oh, know. fact, yeah. yeah, that's true. Uh, but, like, yeah, and, like, they tore it up on Jerry Springer, man. They were amazing at Jerry Springer. It's a match made we're, in heaven. Were yeah. they just, like,
2: a special guest? Because usually he's putting, like, families against each other. Well, so, uh,
0: yes, they were a special guest, but they were talking specifically about Shock Rock. Ah, okay. And so they had Guar on. The, the episode that I recall was Guar was the second of two guests. The first guest was a band called The Mentors out of Seattle, Washington, mm-hmm. of all places. The Mentors... Uh, are the inventors of something called Rape Rock which sounds Damn. really bad but it's yeah. hilarious if you listen to their songs okay. <laughs> take okay. a word for it yeah it's it's hilarious and there's they like they are the most underground infamous Seattle band of all time there will never be another more underground infamous band than than the mentors but so shock rock was just sort of becoming a thing and this is where you know these rock and roll artists these heavy metal artists would you know, purposefully write the most shocking verbiage they could come up with, right, in an effort to forward their careers. And so they would have like some mom, you we know. Call their... this
1: song the aristocrats. <laughs>
0: We call this song Epstein Island. (laughs) Um, They would have some mom on there going, my 13-year-old is listening to Shock Rock, and now they're you know, painting their fade, blah, blah, blah. That's pretty much the episode that I saw. And and so they'd have the mom and the kid come on, and then they'd have the band come on so the mom could confront the band. I got you. And all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It was was good times. Good times. So anyway, yeah, if you've never seen a Guar show, they're out of Richmond, Virginia, by the way. Uh, And if you've never seen it, Uh, go. They didn't even start out as a band. They started out as an artist collective. So there's this uh, place called the Old Dairy in Richmond, Virginia. It's a building and it's got a giant milk bottle on the corner of it that you could actually go up into and like climb the stairs and it's kind of like a tower of a castle. And uh, it was a live workspace for artists back in the day when you could do that kind of thing. And so there's a bunch of artists living in this giant building together. And uh, as you imagine, some of these artists were also musicians, and uh, somehow one of the musicians booked a gig, but, like, somebody quit the band or something, uh, and or their band, and, like, outside of this artist collective, like, the rest of the members didn't live there, but somebody had quit the band, he's like, oh, man, I had to cancel this really awesome paying gig, it was like 200 bucks or something, I don't remember the actual number, um, but, uh, and the, the rest of the people, they were sitting around, and they were like, well, we got musicians here, we could... We put some together. I mean, for 200 bucks, let's let's go. Let's let's fill that bill. Right. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. so they did like these artists created like these paper mache and like rubber costumes and stuff like the, for the first time out. And they did it poorly, but like quickly to go and do the gig. And like, they did the gig and everybody at the gig was like, who were these guys? And so that's how Guar started. Guar started as as art before they started as music. And so it was just the remnants of these people in this art collective that sort of, like, kept going and then, you know, sort of took off. And eventually they they got, you know, metal musicians in there and, you know, a couple of people came and went. and You know, it it changed a little bit, but they got their start as an art collective rather than a band. And so that's why they always have the stage show as their lead. They don't lead with the music. They lead with their show. They've always been a live act, a rock opera, if you will. Uh, and or a metal opera, I guess, or a shock rock opera. Classic metal opera. If you will. If you will. Uh, and so, yeah, like their their story is unusual, and the fact that they've been around for 30-plus years is just amazing. And they're going strong. They have their own bar. It's called the Guar Bar. Every year they have a big festival called the Guarbecue. <laughs> nice. <laughs> right? You know, uh, when when the whole COVID thing went on, uh, they would do specials online called the Guarantine Shows. <laughs> Right, you know, so like, I mean, they're on top of that stuff. They have a uh, a character that's their manager. Uh, his name is Sleazy P Martini, nice, and uh, he's got like this giant, like slick back hairdo and like the porn stash, little tiny porn stash, and he's a he's a character. Uh, all of their characters are characters, like literally. Uh, they recently did a Tiny Desk. If you're familiar with this, nope. Okay, nope. so Tiny Desk is a series on on the YouTube's uh, where they invite bands to play in a very small office environment. Okay. Right, like a corporate mm-hmm. office-looking cubicle kind of thing. And and they have them set up, and, like, they're against, like, bookshelves and desks with computers on them and stuff like that. Uh, it's a neat series, and Guar finally did one, like, recently, and it is hilarious. It's top-notch hilarious. If you haven't seen it, go see it. All right, what are we doing today? Taking calls. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, let's do that. Should we go to an unscreened caller? I guess All right, let's go to danger. Let's go to this unscreened caller. What's your name, please?
1: This is Robert.
0: I'm
3: in Charleston, South Carolina.
0: Hey, Robert, you're on free talk live. What's on
3: your mind? Well, you know, um, I I was thinking to myself that a lot of times we talk about other forms of life in the universe and maybe reaching them and all those kinds of things. Like like Guar, for example. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when you think about it, a lot of times people go to, to those kinds of shows because they're looking for something different, for something exceptional. They're kind of tired of humdrum kind of life, which is why those why people in those kinds of bands go to extremes. I think, and maybe the reason why they have communes is because they can think together. It's like a think tank. I mean, the Manhattan Project produced the atomic bomb. Who could have produced that all by themselves, or in small, or maybe a, a pair of people, a couple of people could never have done it. That's why a lot of times to get really great things. You need a whole group of people working together. Well, and I think that,
0: teamwork makes the dream work, right?
3: Yes, yes, exactly, and that's probably why they do, they have it set up the way they do. But you know, I, I, I was was very creative as a as 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 a as a young person. I was very creative, really. And uh, but I, yeah, but I, I didn't I didn't you know in in those days the, 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 there were you know people were smoking like marijuana, and I never smoked oh, no. oh, no. cannabis. Yeah, yeah, and and that, and that kind of turned me off. And 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 and, and, and a lot of times, of course, it was difficult for me to connect with people like that. The guy who I who I who I liked, I mean, but I didn't find out about him year, until years and years later was Rick Ashley, Richard Paul Ashley from Great Northwestern part of Great Britain. Rick he Ashley? But... He's about to rickroll yeah. Kevin. it,
0: Kevin. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Did Did you give
3: him up?
1: Yeah. Did he let you
3: down? No, no, not at all. Did not you let him all. down? I, I think, I, I, did
0: you
1: run no, around I, I, and I think...
3: did he hurt you? Not at all. Not at all. On the contrary, he was—he was—he—he he, was—he was a very honorable kind of a guy, you know, who who didn't smoke or drink. Or, to my knowledge, I don't know exactly what he did on the side, but, but, uh, but, anyhow, <laughs> smoked he, and drank he, he, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, anyhow, he was—he—he—he was he, he a was kind of a guy that, that 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 I could admire, kind of a guy who had, you know, was was principled and and and, and honorable, and every and even in his song, if you listen to the words, they, you know, they they talk. He talks about you know staying 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 loyal to a, to one to a person not to say that you couldn't stay loyal to a group or have a group kind of arrangement but but it was kind of a a, a, a whistle clean kind of an operation which I which i liked a lot you know which i could identify with you know what i mean and, and, and like and, irish and spring it, and, fresh
0: and clean as a whistle
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah something like that you know but it's, 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 but but anyhow so so it a lot of times, associations people are looking for something when they look for it, it and to entertainment. They're looking for something unusual, something, and and that a lot of times gets into into the drugs, like music that's extremely loud. Yeah, this or, is it, called it, uh, it,
0: this is called escapism, and it's one of the reasons that human entertainment is well an industry or industries even film, television, uh, recorded music, video right? games, uh, yeah, and even yeah. drugs to that you know, for that matter, are all forms of human escapism. Uh, They're so, you know, disenfranchised with reality that they Mm -hmm. seek a way to escape from it for a period of time
3: as a coping mechanism. That's why I take naps.
1: (laughs) Dream world is better than reality. (laughs)
3: The thing is, if you do those kinds of things, you destroy your brain. I mean, if you smoke a lot of marijuana and take heroin or something like that, you could end up dead, you know, by by somebody giving you the wrong drug or something mixed in it that'll kill you. I don't think think anybody has
0: ever died of smoking too much marijuana.
3: Well, maybe not, but I know what people have died died
1: of drinking too much water. That's true. true. Yes.
3: Yes, Anything, anything could kill you if you do too much of it, really. There's your problem right there. It's, It's not the substance. It's the too much part. Or the too little of it, exactly. But but the thing is, it's the extremes. I mean, why go to an extreme just just for just for the hell of it? You know what I mean? Just just well, to... because people
0: have made careers out of it, obviously, and you know, uh, enriched themselves as well as others. Like for me, the, the whole shock jock thing that happened in radio twenty years ago, or whatever Howard Stern, you know, that kind of a thing. There were, there was all these like shock jocks. Like we're gonna say these extreme things, and- Bubba the Lunge, Bubba the Lund- Sponge. Sponge yeah. Actually reviewed one of my albums from one of my uh, former <laughs> metal bands. Yeah, nice. and of course, just like dug us a hole and threw <laughs> us in it. You know, uh, but like uh, this is like to me, the shock jock thing was just forwarding freedom of speech. Right, mm-hmm. the the ability to say some of the things that these guys said had never been allowed on radio before. And so I was personally glad for that. Now, I, we here in the studio tonight are subjected to FCC regulations. We cannot say some things. We cannot say certain things in a certain way. We can say certain things in a clinical way. Context matters. But, yeah, context. So we still have not achieved real freedom of speech, but it has improved at least since I've been alive. Well,
1: because those shock jocks then, like, abandoned the radio format and went to satellite where they could because they could because mm-hmm. they could right yeah well we'll look at it this way i've been able to express myself a lot
3: better using the words that i'm allowed to use rather than the words that i'm not allowed to use the words that i'm not allowed to use are are, 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 are you, you welcome them and,
0: and enjoy your overlords hey
1: thanks for the call man robert <sighs> yeah i thought he was gonna bring up Ramstein.
0: clean as a whistle <laughs> did you know that Irish Spring soap uh, is a natural repellent for like rodents? I did not know that. Nice. Yes. Yeah. So if you got like if you find like a dead That's mouse it. in your basement or something, like one of the one of the home remedies, if you will, for that is to yeah. get yourself a bar of Irish Spring, chop have, up have, some you chunks. Take, you have to take a knife and like
2: slice off a sliver.
0: Remember that? smell like that commercial. commercial? Yeah, yeah. Just like the commercial. And That's you just go to man. And you I just leave. Spring. Like it's something about the scent of it right it's kind of the same thing like uh if you if you look this stuff up online uh you can mix some uh peppermint oil with like some regular some mm. you know canola oil or whatever and then if you just spray that around your house that'll like keep like squirrels and chipmunks away mm. and
1: like some certain forms of bugs and stuff like that i've so. purchased soap in a long time but when i do it's irish spring <laughs> is that what that smell is? Generally, yeah. <laughs> Richie Rich. Uh, it's, if you'd like to, it's, it's a combination of Irish Spring and Axe Anarchy. <laughs> if you'd like to donate
0: to the Richie Rich Soap Fund, how do they donate
1: to you? I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, there's, there's a Patreon somewhere for you can, the anarchist you can, experience. Uh, oh. You can
0: just become an amplifier over at amps.freetalklive.com. Patreon.com
1: uh, slash anarchist experience. Or, or that. the, uh, there the you anarchist go. experience. Yeah. What is it again? Patreon.com slash the anarchist experience.
0: And then hopefully you can help Richie Rich buy some Irish Spring. Yeah.
1: No, I've got some.
0: That's the thing. <laughs> we'll buy more.
2: Yeah, i will buy so more. So that
1: he doesn't run out.
0: Yeah. Can it's, never have enough. It's
1: you know when- well here's the thing here's the thing because it, it sounds bad when i say it like that but i my previous job was like cleaning out homes and downsizing old people right and you could always tell the new guy because when stuff was going to go into the trash right new guy's like i want the stereo and the tv and i had so many stereos and tvs mm-hmm. that i didn't need it anymore right so before it went to the trash i'm like I will take all the soap, all the toilet paper, <laughs> and give me all the, like, the basic— this, all, the in, all the yeah. consumables. All the consumables. So yeah. I didn't shop for that for years. <laughs> and then I had such a backlog in storage that when I moved here yeah. from Hawaii, I still had, it, like, years' worth it, of soap and consumables. During wow. the during the yeah.
2: COVID era, you you were all set. I mean, when the shelves were empty and people were scrounging for that stuff, man.
1: Well, it's, uh, I, mostly ha- I mostly had the cleaning products, like okay. the, the well, paper still. towels. Yeah. Yeah, I stuff. still got all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you
0: were you were stockpiling before it was cool.
1: Well, <laughs> yes, but because it's like it was gonna go in the trash anyway. Yeah. And I knew at some point I was gonna have to shop, right, for soap and shampoo and dishwashing detergent and all that other stuff. All right, so I'll just take it home. Just give it to me, I'll put it in a bucket somewhere.
0: Yeah, if you uh, listeners out there, if you ever find yourself in a in a studio with, you know, two, three other people or whatever it is, uh, you know, make sure you shower. Make sure you put on, you know, the deodorant or something. You know, make sure you're not a not a stinky bastard because despite, like, if you're watching us over at watch.freetalklive.com, uh, it might look like it's just plenty spacious, but it's a small room that we're in. And it's hot right mm-hmm. now. And, and it gets warm small from room. time to time. And, you know, in the summertime, you know, when it gets even hotter, it gets worse. So, you know, just... Uh,
2: good, good hygiene is, is yeah, much
0: appreciated. Be courteous to your coworkers is really what I'm saying out there. <laughs> yeah. You know, not just in a studio environment, but every environment. 283-6160 is the phone number here at Free Talk Live if you would like to join us. We got a whole bunch more to talk about, including the emotional support stripper. That's right. Coming up, this is Free Talk Live. Protection. Phone number is 603-283-6160. And I am your host, the Reverend Captain Kickass. And joining me. Kahuna, And Richie Rich. <laughs> Ad libbing Here on Free Talk Live. That's right. Every now and again. You got, we you guys, got a
1: vibe together, man. Yeah, man. We got a <laughs> so makes a good show.
0: Yeah. That's right it's like it's like anarchy
1: yeah Isn't Or is, that, it, or is, it, is a, a chaos cause chaos uh, no,
0: chaos <laughs> is different than okay. anarchy anarchy is just no rulers chaos is just like whatever man like it's just random like right yeah um it's
1: like a blm protest
0: yeah a lot of <laughs> a lot of uh folks will misconstrue the two words <laughs> A lot of folks will use the word anarchy when they mean chaos because, well, the state has tried to co-opt the word. And Merriam-Webster. And Merriam-Webster is, well, you know, I mean, yeah. At any rate. What can you do? At any rate, uh, an means no, and archon means ruler. You put them together, you get anarchy, no rulers. Seems pretty simple to me. Yeah. Uh, However, for some reason, people can't get that through their thick skulls. And they're like, "Oh my gosh, it was total anarchy in the streets." <laughs> no, that's not anarchy. That's chaos. Chaos <laughs> in the streets. Yeah. Chaos in the streets. So, uh, the telephones
1: were hiding during that period of <laughs> chaos. Were
0: definitely hiding. Uh, this hour of Free Talk Live is brought to you by Dash Digital Cash. Dash is the cryptocurrency designed to be used for spending. In addition to be uh, to being one of the world's first cryptocurrencies, Dash was the first crypto project. To have a decentralized autonomous organization that to this day continues to improve and promote Dash. Every month, 10% of the mining rewards go into a treasury. Anyone with one Dash to spend can put forward a proposal to the Dash masternodes to vote on. The masternodes vet the proposals and decide which ones move forward and are funded by the treasury. In fact, that's exactly how we got this sponsorship. Nowadays, DAOs are plentiful, but Dash paved the way by doing it first nearly a decade ago. can't believe it's been that long. Wow, I'm getting old. Dash is one of the oldest cryptocurrencies and is widely available on exchanges in multi-crypto wallets. It's easy to get, easy to use Dash. Start by learning more at Dash.org. And thank you to the Dash DAO for sending us 32 Dash per month to promote Dash on air. Visit Dash.org to learn about Dash. Again, Dash.org. Org, all right. Uh, let's get this call out of the way. It's uh, Skeezy calling from California. Skeezy, you're on Free Talk Live.
5: Hey, libertarians, welcome.
0: <laughs> nice. He's got a new insult for <laughs> us today. I feel like uh, hey, yeah, so, I feel like uh, Spock on that first uh, reboot of the the Star Trek. I presume you will be launching new insults at me today.
5: You're not smart enough to be Spock.
0: Ooh. Okay. But are my ears yeah, pointy? So, uh, you wouldn't be able to tell cuz I'm wearing headphones so.
5: Oh yeah, you don't even have the logic to be spot. That's a logical statement.
0: That's a logical statement. Only I am I'm a bit of an emotional dude, it's true. I don't wear them on my sleeve, but I I do belong to the Church of Spiritual Humanism. And that is an Emotion organization is, uh, that is an organization where, where our deity is logic and reason. I'm much better with the reason part than I am with the logic, it's true.
5: Reason. You're just advocating for emotion just a second ago. That's uh emotion is, a, is the most evil thing I wasn't in the universe. Advocate. I was thing. just
0: telling you a fact about how I see myself.
5: Oh. Just because okay, I say a thing but, doesn't mean
0: uh, I'm advocating for it.
5: Okay, that's cool. Uh, but so uh, files. Uh, First First uh, I just want to, you know, Eventually, I want to get to talking about Richie Rich's misunderstandings about the subjective theory of value again.
1: Oh, but pull up I that article up, that I, b- uh, I brought in last week. Which one? I don't know the one I the um, one I said that was Evergreen just, of how the subjective theory oh, yeah. of value. Was. What was it? Just
5: just a second, but I, I want to clean up some of the stuff we were talking about last week.
6: Well, here's real quickly, to clean hopefully, up.
5: hopefully you don't. No, we'll drop yeah, you. You off. remember, like we were talking about uh, secession and uh, federal bennies. As you put it,
6: right. Mm.
5: So let me give you some quotes, right, from uh, Michael Troy, civil and constitutional rights lawyer. Mm. By definition, se- secession would create the departed state as a separate nation, not covered by federal authority, nor eligible for federal benefits. And uh, here's another one by Paul uh, Premek, who is a recognized as a super lawyer, right. Note that the successful secession from the U.S. would end social security and Medicare for Texas seniors, because this is off a Texas web uh, Texas Secession website. Secession would eliminate access to medical care for military retirees and likely and pension uh, benefits for both military Only if retirees. the so,
0: federal government said that's how it's going to go. Yep. Yep, yeah,
5: yep. Yeah. So uh, you would have to, like, get some type of special uh No, you wouldn't have
0: to pass. do anything. The, so the federal government, the federal government would, would have to pass their own law to say that, okay, now that – texas in this example has successfully seceded uh you're no longer uh eligible for federal benefits now that would take an act of congress to do or at least an executive order to make happen and it's very unlikely that the federal government would do that because it would be a very black mark on them no
5: Absolutely not, because you guys are forcefully seceding from the union, and they have no There would be no
0: force go, involved so. in secession. It's just merely here's, everybody deciding, "Hey, we're no longer going to be a part of I, this yeah, particular conglomeration, the, the, and we're going to be our own." Here is the irony
1: to that. Let me let me interject real quick. There are people that expatriate from the United States, but never give up yeah. their citizenship. Right. Right. They live. They live in a foreign land, uh, yeah. and the United States federal government compels them to continue to pay taxes to the United yeah, States federal yeah. government. So the yes. pre- so okay. the presumption that the United States federal government would let those willing to pay to get benefits, right, just cut them off completely because some people in Texas or New Hampshire seceded, right, is preposterous yeah. because they That's already different. try to collect uh-huh. taxes from those expatriates two two in a foreign But it would be yeah, functionally the are... same. If you are if no, you are living no, if you are a United States citizen in Texas, right? When Texas secedes, it's just like no. being a United States citizen in Italy right. now, or Mexico, no, no, or whatever, yeah, anyway, right. secession.
5: Uh, I don't want to use the word forcefully, but removes them as
1: a as a U.S. citizen. No, they no longer no, no, are, no. They're no longer because they're are, still are U.S. citizens in Italy in Mexico. and Mexico. Yeah, if I move okay, to well, London or Ireland or that, something, hey, uh,
0: hey, scooter. If I move to right. London or something. Right. And uh, I'm, I'm just working there. Uh, I don't automatically give up my U.S. citizenship. Now, I can I yeah, can go through fine. that. I can and if I want to pay a to bunch of money yeah, yeah. to to, you know, rescind my citizenship. But it doesn't automatically wow. go away. What makes you think uh, secession would be any different?
5: because that that automatically goes away. <laughs> no it doesn't. No it doesn't.
1: Oh, okay, well, why don't you What makes go, you think uh, it automatically maybe I'll, goes I'll
5: away? Put that link somewhere. Why don't you argue with that constitution those those lawyers? What if makes want, you if they think, think they want to call him,
1: right? into Free Talk Live? We will happily argue yeah, with them. Yeah, give them the number. What makes you so think it those, automatically goes away?
5: Statements you're saying those statements I, I read off are wrong, right? Yes. Is that what you're claiming? Yes. Okay. Okay, I'm not, I'm not going to argue any further with that. You want to get to for the particular value.
0: Okay, have a good night.
1: The United States does not want to give up any part of the tax base that wants to voluntarily support it.
2: They're going to collect as much, quote, revenue as they can for as long as they can.
1: And and they've been doing it that way longer than i've been alive right
0: right Mm -hmm. so if you decide to go work you know if i get some kick-ass job for a tech company and they're like to speak they're like hey we need you to work out of our london office and i go sure that's fine and they pay for me to move to london and they you know put me up in an apartment i gotta pay rent once i get there Mm -hmm. but maybe they pay me you know enough moving expense to get there or whatever and i'm working there guess
1: what they're still taking taxes out of my check so but instead Mm -hmm. of the london office it'll be like the san antonio office Right. Right, and it'll be functioned the same way. Right. I can't I can't see how it would be any different than that. And the only reason those constitutional attorneys are are uh, putting forth those theories is to scare people into not voting for a secession. Right. Mm-hmm. You're going to lose it's like every time the budget debate comes up, right? The first people that get cut off mm-hmm. are right. like the senior citizens. Right. You're going to c- reduce right. the Medicare and yeah. the Medicaid cut and, off Medicare social security. and social security. And, and e-
2: even if they did do that, which I don't think they would, um, they're not going to take away what you've already, quote, earned or accrued.
0: How is it that somebody like Skeevy can, like, you know, use multisyllabic words and and occasionally, you know, cite, like, sources and, and think things through a little bit but, like, miss the big picture altogether?
1: Because he's not really thinking things yeah. through. He's regurgitating. Yeah. He's reciting. He's not even regurgitating. Yeah. It's right, just reading what other yeah. people's thoughts are.
2: Yeah, I I know plenty of people like that and they think just because and they just they send you links and uh without a lot of thought behind it. Yeah, sorry to say. Everyone that, on that I, I have to just agree agree with it or believe it.
0: Well, I know like like to an extent for some period of time I was a repeater. Okay. Right? Like before I like sort of woke up and got wise mm-hmm. to the ways of statism, I was just like uh, oh yeah, you know, I heard a thing on the news and like to sound smart at the bar or whatever, I'd be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And I would regurgitate something that I heard on the news. People are like, that guy sounds smart,
1: right? Yep. You know, that kind of a thing. Uh, but, then you, but then you start to think critically, start to form your own thoughts and yeah. opinions. Yeah. And then you can use this as a platform to express those. Right. Right. But he doesn't. Yeah. He just reads off what other people have already said. That resonates with him some part, yeah. but has not thought it through enough to really think critically about
0: it. I mean, I guess in ways like uh former uh, like teachers of mine and you know family members stuff have, have always said things like you're more of a big picture guy, right? And, <laughs> yeah. and like that's true. I am, right? I'm not I'm not a minutia details like, you know, I get the basic point and I go, okay, that's the basic point. Yes. Right. Uh, that's kind of who I am and what I do. Mm-hmm. I am upper management. Yeah. UP no, Nothing nothing out. wrong with that.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. We're going
0: in this direction.
2: Um, We'll we'll work out the details later.
0: But, like, you know, at the same time, I I have a huge amount of respect for people who delve into the minutiae, right? Into, like, oh, is this actually, you know, let's compare apples to oranges. Let's make sure this, this lines up and that lines up. And, like, as soon as you start to look at the evidence, right, not what other people's opinions are. As soon as you start to look at the evidence, the evidence is overwhelmingly in favor of... Abolishing government as an institution overwhelmingly like by orders of magnitude like even worse than slavery like think of all of the bad things that you would think led people to abolishing overt slavery. Right, The thought process that you think of like, oh, yeah, slavery was horrible. It did this, that, and the other thing, and these things, and, and it, you know, blah, blah, blah. If you think of all those bad things, government does all of that, plus like 10,000 times more than that. So if you think abolishing slavery is a good idea, you should also be for abolishing government.
1: Yeah. That was, that was put forth a while ago, too, to change the term that we use amongst the normies to abolitionist. Yes. Right. Oh what, are, what where do you fall on the political spectrum abolitionist Was a uh, I'm trying to remember Bill Buppert remember that guy I remember the name I couldn't tell you what some he Some people wrote. say yeah. he was like a CIA guy or
0: whatever okay. like I, I don't whatever. know He
1: he made some really good
0: points and like I remember him being like sort of the the main guy who like he was like abolitionist that's what I am I want to abolish the government I am an abolitionist Yes And I was like well it wasn't that?
1: abolish the government it was abolish like just like the old forms of slavery yes. abolish the new form of slavery which is the government. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, cuz all I've done is sort of uh, you know, spread it out a little bit. Right. Right. We we now instead of overt slavery where they own 100% of you, now they only own like 50 or 70% of you
1: somewhere in that pocket. Right. Right. I was like, well, that that's still slavery. Yeah. We haven't abolished it. Uh, what's it's the, changed forms and we need to continue. What's the term I'm thinking? It's a uh, free-range
0: slavery. Yeah. Right. So this is a farm analogy. Uh back in the day, farmers didn't know Uh, They would keep all of their cows in a barn all of the time and just milk them constantly. And after a period of time, the cows would just stop giving milk. And the farmers couldn't figure out why. At a young age, even, these cows would just stop giving milk. Uh, They would, you know, and like they couldn't figure it out. And so one farmer or a couple of farmers uh, decided like, oh, I'll just put a fence around some of my yard and I'll let them out for periods of time, a day or a week or something like that. And all of a sudden, the cows started giving milk. Right. Because the cows falsely believed that they were now free. Yep. Same now thing try to
1: put VR on the cows <laughs> right. so they can keep them in the barn <laughs> right. and still make them think they're free. But yeah. well, the same thing happened to human beings.
0: Right. So for a while there was this, OK, well, we've got these groups that are, you know, keeping human beings as 100 percent slaves. They own 100 percent of these people's uh, labor uh, and time and effort and energy and all that kind of stuff. And and at some point, people were like, no, this is bad. And they were like, oh, people have f- figured out our clever ruse. Yep. You know, we, we better figure out what to do about this. They're like, oh, we'll take a lesson from the farmers, and we'll just build these fences and allow them to make decisions about, like, you know, 7,000 types of bread they can buy, but we're still going to take a bunch of their money from them. So now we've got free-range slaves. Yep. Which is what we have today.
1: And we still fall for it, because... No one's trying to escape the plantation. Well, except so, us. Yeah. like A I small mean, percentage. Yeah. Uh,
0: if you are a person who... Get on the Underground Railroad to New Hampshire. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> if you favor abolishing slavery, uh, the abolition of the state, uh, if you are a fan of freedom, if you are an Eleutheromaniac, <laughs> uh, and you have an insatiable desire to be free, uh, come to New Hampshire. You know, even if even if you're thinking of going somewhere else like like I was, I had several on my list of places, but New Hampshire was the first place that I heard of people who were like, Yeah, uh, we just want to be free and yep. be able to make our own choices and you know, not hurt other people and take their stuff and keep one hundred percent of our earnings mm-hmm. and you know, oh, yeah. do things voluntarily. And I was like, This sounds
1: great. When I first heard of the migration, I was also looking into things like seasteading.
0: I, yeah, I was too. And uh, there's other places like uh was just coming up. It was like in the first year or two that that thing was going on. Okay, there was Gulch. Gulch was like being a th- trying to be a thing over in Chile. Yep, there was something going on in like Vietnam too. Some some expats over there. There's a bunch of expats in Mexico that have always been like. Dudes, it's way less expensive and way cooler down here. And even though the government has people falsely believing that it's dangerous in Mexico, it's dangerous in Detroit, it's dangerous in Chicago, more so than it is in Mexico. Okay, so, like, let's just get things straight here.
1: There are certain parts of Mexico that are more dangerous than others. Yes. Don't go there. Certain parts of the U.S. more dangerous than others. Don't go there. Don't go there. Uh, But, like, you know, I kind of made a list.
0: And I'm like, well, if I'm going to leave where I'm at, where am I going to go? And I started you know, do the pros and cons. Yep. And I just decided to come to New Hampshire because it was the first that I heard of a freedom migration.
1: And it was the one gaining the most traction at the time, too. Yeah. Like, seasteading has done not much since then. They keep put, putting together prototypes of what the boat's going to look like, but produced nothing as far as the latest I've heard. Yeah. What made you come to New Hampshire?
2: uh free talk live and the group here i mean just the the free staters so same thing yeah exactly
0: nice i uh i like we have had more people come since covid Mm -hmm. and like i i i can only attribute it to covid now oh yeah because it seems to have sped up
2: people's timelines that did help. That it was in during that time frame. Yeah. Oddly yeah.
1: enough, New Hampshire yeah. wasn't even the best place to yeah. move during yeah. COVID, though.
0: Yeah. Really?
1: Well, because Texas and Florida were actively not locking down. That's true. And the New Hampshire governor was actively locking down. It took him a minute though. It took him a
2: while. He, he wasn't
1: he was, understood. Not, was not on board.
0: Well, what he did is he originally just left it to the towns and cities.
1: Right. Which started to lock down. And Not all of filed. them.
0: There were yeah. there were only a, a couple of them at first. It was like the right. larger cities. Yep. And so, like, uh, I just stopped, because <laughs> Keene was one of them, I just stopped doing business in Keene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I stopped shopping in Keene. I just shopped elsewhere.
1: One of the difficulties with that is what you didn't see in the normal news was the lack of cooperation from Free State Project members, right, during that lockdown period. Like we just went, okay, they locked it down, and we still don't care. We're going to go do our thing anyway. Yeah. So the the governor locking down was mostly ineffective, mm-hmm. right, but it was still on the books. Yeah. Right, whereas Texas and Florida, like, we're not going to make people do anything, and you might as well, like, come here for real freedom, and people did. That's true. And, like, and that's fine. Like, it just illustrates that there is a market
0: for freedom. Yeah. Right. And so because that exists and people seem to be attracted to it, mm-hmm. why, how can I think this is a bad idea?
1: I can't. A market improvement from just about wherever you currently are. Yeah.
0: And I mean, I'm fortunate that I was able to sort of arbitrage between the West Coast and here. Yep. Right. I, I kept the job that I had at the time and I've since, you know, I, I'm no longer at that job or whatever, but like I was able to like, Just the income alone? Like, I gave myself a raise Mm -hmm. just by moving. Yep. Right? Like, and I had asked for a ridiculous raise. They're like, no, but, like, can we give you some other intangible benefit? I'm like, how about let me work from home full time? This is well before COVID. And they're like, "Uh, yeah, sure, we already have people doing that. And you've been with us for five years. You've earned it, you know? And I'm like, sweet, thanks. And I hightailed it to New Hampshire. (laughs) I'm (laughs)
1: talking me. No no
2: state income tax here?
0: Right. Well, there wasn't in Washington either.
2: Oh, there wasn't? Okay. All right.
0: That was one of the cool things. But the cost of living was, like, double. Sure. You know, I, the- I, I got here and I rented a, a, a two-bedroom apartment for the cost of
1: a small studio in mm-hmm. the Seattle area. The sales tax in Washington's like, 8%, though, or yeah, was yeah. when I was there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Not on food, like, non-perishable well, foods or whatever.
2: Yeah. No. Like- no uh, so I, I came from a, a different state in New England originally, mm. and so they, they actually pr- tax you on your vehicles, like property tax for the every year, just like annually, you, annually, just like real, just, just, just like real estate. So obviously, that's not the case here. Wow, but yeah, we well, still got to register just, every year here. You do, yeah. but I mean, I was paying about. Fifteen hundred dollars a year, but also just just, just on, you pr- on property, property? tax. Yeah, some states call it excise tax. It's the state I was in called it property like, tax.
0: I've heard of this on yeah. like mobile homes, right? Like, let's say you live in a mobile no. home park and you pay your whatever it is five hundred bucks a month yeah. for your lot rent or whatever, yeah. but they still tax you on the box, the the mobile sure. home itself. Yeah. Now no. it's way less than it is for like yeah. owning an actual yeah. house, but but no, this is
2: cars, motorcycles, uh, utility trailers. I remember, I think I paid like. $8 a year on this old utility trailer I had. Wow. Yeah, just ridiculous.
1: I'm glad you're here.
2: Yep. I'm glad I'm here too.
1: See, already saving money. Just yeah, by yeah. Yeah. And, and not giving it to the state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and having a community
0: is, like, I think the biggest benefit. Right? Because, like, I can do things, like, I, I, I know of uh, Bardo Farms, for example. Okay. Right? Like, I can go get a humanely hormone-free uh you know pork beef Mm -hmm. eggs you know that kind of stuff uh locally uh and they will barter right so i can you know currency Mm -hmm. of my choice or you know if i have something of value to exchange you know they'll consider it that kind of a thing that's something that i didn't find in the metropolitan area of washington Mm -hmm. state you know um what else uh oh i mean all sorts of there's like market days that go on here in yeah, different areas anywhere. and regions and stuff man and not even just like sort of the libertarian ones there's other market days too where people like it's just you know bob's you know front yard or whatever of of his property and like people just set up stands and then stuff there's all sorts of roadside stands everywhere where you can get like honey and uh you know all sorts of corn corn right eggs um tinctures and stuff like that. Uh, People are, are selling, like, hemp products and stuff like that mm-hmm. at the roadside stands. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And so having a community, uh, not only, f- you know, in, in the market, but, like, also people who are already sort of up to speed on, like, the state sucks. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. They've, they've gone through it. They already get it. You don't have to. You know, give this like elevator pitch about why the state sucks to like everybody
1: you meet. To it's funny when your the new position. people get here; they don't know what to talk about because that's all they're used to talking about at home. It's like, we don't need to go through that anymore, man. Like, what else are you into? I don't,
0: I don't remember who it was. I, I was here in this studio. I, I'm pretty sure it was Ian. I don't know if it was Mark or if it was one of the other hosts, but um, it was like you know, maybe my second time to the studio or third time or something. And like somebody was like, "So, so what's your story?" And I just launched into it, right? Because I'm me and I can, you know, I can babble on for a minute. And so I just launch into the whole thing thinking that I'm given this, like, you know, uh, illumination <laughs> of a diatribe of like, you know, and like, they're all just sitting there like, yeah, that, that all sounds pretty standard, man. <laughs> like they weren't what else, surprised. That's why everybody what else, else you is got? here. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't surprised at all. And I had just like given this heartfelt like speech, if you will, about like all the crap that I went through to get here and all that kind of stuff. They're like, yeah, sounds pretty normal. And then
1: you're like, and I'm a musician. I'm like, Oh, that's cool. Let's let's focus on that.
0: Because we have a whole bunch of other musicians here that love to play. Uh, that's true. That's yeah. true. There are uh, several musicians here, all in different genres, too. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm a little surprised at the lack of like hard rock and heavy metal that I've bumped into thus far. But I also haven't gone out of my way to explore it. I have met uh, some local bands like Scissor Fight, uh, Drunk Off Diesel. Uh, okay. Yeah, the, these guys were, were good. I, I, I've seen shows, seen them both live, and they're pretty good, so... They're not necessarily libertarian, but uh, good musicians, good live shows. 603-283-6160. When are you moving to the free state to join the Liberty Movement? Give us a call.
7: Free Talk Live is brought to you by Dash Digital Cash. Dash is the cryptocurrency designed to be used for spending. Unfortunately, due to government meddling, the company that partnered with Dash to offer Dash Direct is leaving the crypto business. However, they weren't the only provider of discounted gift cards for Dash. Bitrefill.com has been accepting Dash for years and has a ton of big name retailers and brands including grocers, gas stations, phone refills, Amazon, and even prepaid MasterCards. You could actually live off your Dash using bitrefill.com. Plus, many of their gift cards come with a discount. Dash is one of the oldest cryptocurrencies and is widely available on exchanges and in multi-crypto wallets. It's easy to get and use Dash. Start by learning more at Dash.org. Thanks to the Dash Dow for sending us 32 Dash per month to promote Dash on the air. Visit Dash.org to learn about Dash. Dash.org.
0: talk live and we're back the telephone number if you would like to join us is six zero three two eight three six one six zero. Again, 603-283-6160. Free Talk Live is the show you're listening to. We are a live call-in radio talk program where you can take control, talk about whatever's on your mind. We're going to talk about stuff. You want to talk about that? That's fine. Or if you want to change the subject, that's totally fine, too. In the studio, it's myself, the captain. Kahuna. And Rich Rich. Free Talk Live listeners, we are asking you for a favor right now. As you perhaps already know, Ian Freeman, this show's founder, was recently convicted of various victimless crimes. He's facing up to 20 years in prison. We can argue all day as to if the jury or the judge were mistaken, but that won't get us anywhere. What will be helpful is for you to write a letter to the Honorable Joseph LaPlante about Ian's character, how he has helped you or the community, and why you think he deserves a light sentence. Saying things about yourself that give your opinion weight with government workers will also be helpful. For example, if you've held office, if you were in the military, if you've done some volunteering, stuff like that would all be good to mention. Ian is a selfless man that has always tried to do what he thinks is the right thing. It would be a tragedy if he had to spend any time in prison at all. We do need these letters quickly, so don't put it off. Send your letter for Ian Freeman to 63 Emerald Street, number 610, Keene, New Hampshire, 03431. If you didn't get to write that whole address down, that's okay. All the info you need can be found at letters.freetalklive.com. That's letters.freetalklive.com. All right. Uh, Still to come, I want to talk about this emotional support stripper because— Are there any other kind? I I mean, really, right? (laughs) Like, I— I could have used a couple of cheerleaders today. I was doing some, uh, I, I got a, a big room that's been remodeled and I had to like, you know, tape it up and, you know, get ready for priming and, you know, cut in the corners, all that kind of stuff. And so I did that, but like, I was feeling a little lethargic on a Sunday, you know, and I'm like, man, if, if only I had some scantily clad women here cheering me on, like emotional support strippers would have come there in handy.
1: Go. Every time you finish a wall, they take off another layer of Something would some have been point. great. Okay. Yeah.
0: So we'll still talk about that coming up. Uh, but first, let's go to your calls and thoughts. Uh, but uh, we have Major Payne calling from Michigan. Major, you're
1: on Free Talk Live.
8: Well, who doesn't every now and then need a naughty nurse? It seems to me I remember an old video about that.
1: It's the only reason uh, to go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs>
8: well, I mean, it's just like the French maid outfit. There's something just, damn, I can just, it's like a train wreck. You can't hardly look
1: away. <laughs> So it didn't really go anywhere, but in Hawaii, right, I had a business called Bikini Clean Hawaii, Ooh. where I just had scantily clad women show up at your house and clean for you. Well, why don't you have that business here now? It was it was pre- prohibitively difficult to restart. <laughs> okay. Right. Made zero effort. If you ever
0: decide to do that, I'm happy to be part of your beta program. Okay.
1: okay. <laughs> but part of it is the quality of talent around here is not as good. Yeah, as you're
0: going to have there. to import. Yeah. You might have to look into, like, uh you know, some sort of uh, I don't know. Uh,
1: other than importing, that's the only way I could put that. So, <laughs> the that that thing like went out of business in 2014, and as recently as three days ago, I get a text on my phone: "Hey, dude, do you still have a bikini made?" I can. <laughs> so it's still it's. So I still get requests for. it. Was it up and running for a while? Uh, less than a year. Less than a year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: They did in the Seattle area. Uh, And like I still kick myself to this day. So uh, I was renting a a condominium from a friend of mine. And then my roommate was yet another friend of mine and also the other the guy who owned the place. And it was a nice place. And we were both, you know, working full time jobs, good income. Rent was cheap, right? Because we knew the owner, you know, that kind of a thing. And, like, you know, we'd throw, you know, shindigs on Sunday during football and, you know, that kind of a thing. Or have pre-funk or post-funk before our, you know, our bands would play live and that kind of a thing at, at our place. Because it was nice. And, like, I'm kicking myself because, like, mm-hmm. here's two single dudes, right, in a, in a condominium, in a, you know, an upscale area of the Seattle area. And there was, like, three or four different, like, sort of topless maid services available. And go. we never once called, we never even thought about it. And it wasn't until like after we both moved out of that place and got our own separate places that me and this guy were hanging out. And I was like, dude, how come we never did this? He's like, damn, I have no idea. I didn't even think about it till now. i like, so yeah, we're done. Yep. That's, that's the, All point right. of the story. Captain, you,
8: op- you obviously didn't have your thinking cap on. Let me give I you a quick related story. Um, my <laughs> sister who I, Taught to switch hit by the age of five, she ended up becoming a doctor and got a scholarship on the U of M uh, softball team. But she ended up being a switch hitter permanently. I'm glad so we're talking
1: about had, softball. Yeah, thank
0: you because uh, okay. I thought yeah. you
1: were speaking metaphorically instead of literally. So thank you. Continuing with the last conversation, it was a poor transition.
8: Well, so anyway, she had this boy girlfriend <laughs> she was hanging out with, and this uh, chick dude ran a land- landscaping service. Okay. Well, she was smart enough to hire all these cute butted young girls to do all the service work, yeah. and you know who don't who doesn't want to see a nice butt bending over during a garden. It's the and, only
1: reason I'll ever wash my car.
8: Lawnmowers, you know, so they're just bouncing around the yard, and it was all. So I mean, even being from the other side of the fence, you can see what the guys on the other side of the fence are sharing that. So yep. You, like I said, you didn't have your thinking cap on when you didn't hire the topless
9: mates.
1: Anyway. Yeah. And then uh, Bud Light goes, You know what could make this better? You just make it a dude instead. <laughs> oh, poor Bud Light. Join the
9: Navy.
8: Oh, good. The village people are back.
4: Yeah.
0: Applause. Anyway. What are um, you calling in about, Major?
8: Well, have, have you heard about this uh, crazy. Mexican restaurant owner out in California has been sued and has now got to pay his employees like $135 million.
0: What? No. For what?
8: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's got these 35 uh, probably illegal immigrants because he's scaring with INS and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Not that there's somebody, anything wrong with that otherwise.
8: So Somebody ratted him out to the sandwich police. So he's trying to figure out who in the organization is the uh, Judas, so to speak. Okay. So he hires this actor to come in as a priest and take confession from all these Hispanic people, which are no doubt mostly Catholic. This is a right?
0: smart business owner.
8: And, they, and no, no, that he's very, very dumb. Oh, okay. So well, anyway, that
0: move was smart, anyway. The,
8: the, the supposed mm-hmm. the priest he hired wasn't even a Catholic. So he had no idea how a confession should go. Okay, Both now he's getting dumber. <laughs> we're Catholics, so they'd been through a confession and knew how it was supposed to go. This guy was asking him questions like, "I mean, do you ever steal from work? Do you hear people talking bad about the boss. I mean, nothing to do with their heart or their soul or salvation or anything. So, uh, yeah, this ended up going to court out in California. And uh, he's got to pay these 35 employees a hundred and some million dollars between them
1: for the fraudulent confession or for
8: I, 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 some kind of religious violation act. I, okay. I'm, I'm assuming, I mean, I don't have the transcript of the court and whatnot, but I was, I, I heard about this like six months ago. I knew it was popping.
1: The priest is in the in the walk-in the freezer. freezer. Go, go confess. They <laughs> There's no Wait, confession. That used to be restaurant. a safety
0: meeting in my day in the walk. Yeah. In okay. the walk-in cooler. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
8: Well, safety meetings happen every three hours. You're working the wrong job.
0: <laughs> well, I'm only here for three hours, so as far as you know, I'm safe before and I'm safe after.
8: You probably are. Oh, speaking of which, I missed the first hour last night. I didn't know you guys weren't doing beer talk. I was severely disappointed. I might. They also announced
1: it last week.
0: Before. Yeah, we announced it last week and also during Free Talk Live last night. So you know, okay. well,
8: sorry. Like I- I I, I re-listened to the first hour and discovered that it wasn't going to happen. So. I see. All
0: right. Well, at least you, you got the full free talk live in. Yeah, we'll be back. Uh, yeah. Beard Talk Live will return next Saturday, or this coming Saturday, I guess.
8: All right. So I got another quick one. Actually, this ain't a kind of a quick one. You know how they're all this global warming BS and whatnot, mm-hmm. and they're basing it all upon the uh, daily average temperature? Right. Okay.
0: Weather. No. Yeah. Anything happens, weather related. It's global warming. It's climate change. You know about, Extreme hear heat.
8: Out, hear, hear, <laughs> hear me out. If you don't, if you don't get it, you won't get it. Okay. So all these no, no. You know, you're familiar with NOAA, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Yep. yep. They're yep. the ones that take the mean temperature. And what that is is they take the high and the low for the day and they come up with the average. Now, that all mean is these one of the averages. Yes. All these places that used to take probably a good temperature back in the 50s and 40s are now sur- sur- surrounded by giant asphalt parking lots, concrete parking lots. All this stuff absorbs massive amounts of heat and lets it off all night long till about four o'clock in the morning. Yep. So the average mean temperature of the night has gone up just by the surrounding atmosphere of the buildings that they're measuring it from.
0: That's an interesting thought.
8: they are well, out in rural places, and I think if you were to take across the board measurements from them, you'd be a hell of a lot closer to reality than what they were getting now. Here's you know every 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 damn city in the world has got these big rubber black top or tar roofs.
1: Right. So that's something cool like a forest does. The the problem with global warming in general is they're making it out to be a big deal, and it's not, right. If if you're no, concerned about control. CO2 emissions, CO2 is what plants crave, right? <laughs> I thought it was so, Brando. No, no, no. <laughs> CO2, right. So if you if you plant more trees in urban areas, yeah. right. Like down the median of the down the median of Main Street, right. Trees galore. Instead of just a concrete median, all those emissions will be eaten up by the trees. Right. And the trees will give back fresh oxygen. Right. It's a symbiotic relationship. So even if there's an abundance of CO two Hang on, Major. Even if there's an abundance of CO two, man made emissions, right? Whatever whatever their problem is with all the CO two entering the atmosphere, you you just offset it with more trees in more places. Yeah. And problem is solved.
8: We're all carbon-based life forms, right? The government spraying these chemtrails is killing the trees, and now they're right. coming out with this new stuff that is some kind of a fungus that's going to be killing the crops. I mean, when death is raining on you from above, what the hell are you supposed to do?
1: Plant more trees, yeah, or hemp.
8: Plant trees, so the government can or kill them what their damn. All, or ash- the algae. Right? Well,
1: there's your there's your problem right there, then, Major. Right? It's still a government problem. It's not an emissions problem. It's not a CO two problem. Yeah. It's not a cow fart problem, right? <laughs> it's Which just, is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. It's, it's just if you're really concerned. Just offset it with trees and plants yeah. and algae and all the other, you know, I think most of most of the fresh oxygen on the planet's from ocean algae, some whatever. You know, you you get more of that and you offset anything. It's not a carbon credit that pays the state for whatever you did, right? It's more of the stuff that eats the, eats the CO2 and gives humans fresh oxygen. Yeah, paying the state more I, I and more paying the state more and more every year can't
0: even fix the roads paying the state more and more isn't going to improve the air
1: yeah
8: well you you could cure the whole problem just by planting marijuana okay. that's plant what i said hemp man. i don't care yeah
1: i don't yeah, care what i don't jamaican, care what plant it jamaican, is just more of the it the jamaican
8: strain this to me the jamaican strain grows 25 feet tall every year
1: does it do photosynthesis?
8: That's almost as big as a red pine when the government decides to make a telephone pole out of it around here. Does right? it convert CO two to oxygen? oxygen. Right. Right. Then Denver. I'm for it. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah. No, I don't right. care what it is. Whatever grows well, in your I, area.
8: I got thirteen acres and it's all in trees. Good. I'm doing my part.
1: Well, then then you <laughs> have no worries pie, about man. emissions. Right? <laughs> if you're surrounded by that, there's plenty of oxygen to sustain one man.
0: I feel like you should start harvesting the oxygen in your area, Major, and compressing it. it into containers and gotcha. and selling it to other yeah. people. The people in urban areas where
1: there's no trees. Right. And yeah, seems to me there
8: was a radio show called that. I think it was fresh air.
1: Imagine imagine if chat. LA had a whole bunch of trees and it, it like ate up all the smog naturally. Imagine if every
0: big city in the US just had trees. In addition to like their radio towers on top of all the skyscrapers, yeah, right. It would be sucking up all that CO two all day long, right? Producing fresh oxygen, and wow, wow, look at that! It would probably take care of smog, right? As far as like the cloud that hangs over like L A, for example. Yeah, problem solved. You're welcome.
1: Again.
8: You guys just reminded me of one of Scooter's earliest calls. You remember when he was trying to get Nicky to sell parts in a jar?
1: I try to forget about Scooter as much as possible, but thank you for that memory. <laughs> but I
8: know. Yeah, I do too, but sometimes the ridiculousness just pops back to the top, you know?
0: The extreme it's always like seems a, to make an impression.
8: It's, it's like a methane gas bubble. It just will not be held down.
0: <laughs> Major, thanks for the call, man. Have a good night. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. I, I had forgotten all about that, and I'd like to forget
1: again. But uh, I didn't even know that was scooter.
0: I, yeah, I guess it was. Okay. I, I can't say that for certain, and we can't ask Nikki because she's not here. So we'll just have to move on. Let's let let it go, as uh, it were. <laughs> uh, this from rt. dot No segue, just cold, cold segue right straight into it. We got to get to this. U.S. influencer becomes emotional support stripper in the Ukraine, (laughs) which is even worse than just like, like when I read the phrase emotional support stripper, I'm like, I got to get one of those. And then I read the rest
1: of this and I'm like, what? (laughs) Yes. U.S. influencer becomes emotional support stripper in Ukraine. Can you imagine like a stripper with a PhD in psychology or psychotherapy?
0: There have been a number of these documented because, well, stripping's good money, and that allows them to put themselves for uh, understood.
1: Or, but then you pay her to go like into the back room for the lap dance, and she just <laughs> lays you out on the couch and starts talking to you about your childhood.
0: <laughs> that would you would probably be better off hiring, like, uh, you know, an actual uh, mental health professional. She
1: is. She just I just said the, the emotions, but but you, you don't want to get
0: you don't want to get psychoanalyzed, if you will, like. In the VIP room at the strip club. That's that's the worst place for it.
1: It might be cheaper depending on your copay. Well,
0: maybe. All
1: right. Carry let, me, on. let me know
0: how that goes. If you find out where that is, new business idea. You know, get me a coupon or something. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taiwanese American influencer Fan Pei Kong traveled from her native Houston to the front lines of the Ukraine conflict to offer her services as an emotional support stripper. Okay, first of all, there's a whole bunch of people out there who are saying things like, well, the US totally needs to be in the Ukraine. We I support what's going on in the Ukraine and like, well, if you do, get your ass over there. Get on a plane and go over there and help them. If you think that they need help and you're
1: sitting on your butt at home watching the news, well, then I have no reason to listen to you. One of the interesting things about the Ukraine, it's the same people here who are like Nazis bad. Right. are like Ukraine Nazis good and need our support. How did that happen? The news. Yeah,
0: if, right. if you look, you If you, if you right.
1: Google News it or search News, right, all, all the Ukraine yeah. stories up until the invasion, right, is all how bad and corrupt yeah. Ukraine is. Yeah. And then immediately after the invasion, it changes. And Ukraine is good all of a sudden. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, I wish I were surprised.
0: I really wish I was, but uh, you say it, and I'm like, yep, that's totally how it happened. Indoctrination all the way. There's a... Propaganda. The, I scion, pulled up whatever you want to call it.
1: I pulled up one article, and it was uh, just a list, like an alphabetical list of all the puppet governments that the United States has put up over the years in various countries. Yeah. And Ukraine was on the list, yeah. but it's a story from, like, 2017. Oh, yeah, totally. Right? Yeah. So- <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, it's like we were talking about earlier. I mean, it's the power of suggestion, the media, and if you were to kind of press people who put the Ukraine flag on their garage door or fly it on their car, and sort of the rah rah, change ask them, it to cover uh, their Facebook uh, yeah, profile, yeah, and ask them why, they're going to say, "Oh, because because of Russia," and and but they don't really understand what they're talking about, and they don't remember the things like we just mentioned from 2017. And it's simp- it's just the power of suggestion, of the media, power of the media, actually.
1: And Russia bad from the eighties, right? Yeah, right. I've seen Rocky four. Yeah. I know how bad Russians are. Right. Yeah. Right. I must break you,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ivan Drago. <laughs> <Is> that- That's <laughs> it. Yeah. That's the whole stereotype right there. No, you That's right.
1: why Russians are bad.
0: It is. And like, like I remember that movie as a kid, right? I remember that movie. And I'm like, oh wow, Rocky or whatever, right? You know. Yeah. And then like. I look back at it now, and I'm like, oh, wow, propaganda. Yeah. <laughs> like, I recognize it for what it was now, but I didn't at the time.
1: Yeah. yeah. And still I still am- watch it. It's still a good movie.
0: And I imagine that that's how most people are now. Yeah. That they don't recognize propaganda for what it is.
1: It's hard to see through the media
0: lies. Uh, Kahuna and I were at a place recently where the television was on, two televisions, and the news was on. Yes. Right? Like, local, you know, I don't know, Boston news or something, okay. right? Okay. And I haven't watched television news the local news broad much less a national news broadcast in years and like the volume wasn't if it was on it was low so yeah. like they're you know i couldn't hear what they were saying or whatever but i immediately recognized it for what it was and i'm like oh my gosh no wonder humanity sucks man yeah. they're being fed this and people are just like glued to it going oh yes that's what's happening oh i see thank you for my dose of reality
1: just go look at the wall of, of TVs in front of the treadmill at the gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 They got you for an hour. All right.
0: So anyway, Fan Pei Kong traveled from her native Houston, so I'm going to give her credit. She felt like she needed to do something, and she got off her butt and went over there. She did. Or she bared her butt and went over <laughs> there, depending on how the story turns out. The beauty pageant contestant turned self-described globetrotting girlfriend offers racy photos of herself in skimpy variations of military gear, posing with armaments on the erotic pay-per-view platform OnlyFans. Though she says the content is free to Ukrainian soldiers and volunteers. Nice. I'm sorry, the content is free to Ukrainians, comma, soldiers Okay. and volunteers.
1: I volunteer to view her
0: OnlyFans page. <laughs> I also volunteer. They have a picture of her holding like a... Looks like a rocket launcher. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's not a. It's not a very racy picture for. Very suggestive for yeah. RT. You would think RT <laughs> would be a little uh, less conservative with that, but well, whatever. That's not the only thing that's free. <laughs> According to her profile on the DIY porn site, which lists free emotional breastfeeding to soldiers and volunteers um, that's as one of her specialties. Okay. What? I'm sorry. Like, uh, I I was right. breastfed as a kid, but like, you know, got over yeah. that pretty quick and, you know, they switched me over to the bottle and I don't even remember it. Okay. Right Now, I do right. have an affinity for, you know, the larger uh, breasted women. Right. Okay. But I think that's just in an effort to get back to when I was a kid when they were like giant.
1: You sure. Know?
2: Like, yeah. So this is actual breastfeeding like I, like a baby? I don't. But so these are with adult
0: soldiers? I don't know what free emotional <laughs> breastfeeding to soldiers and volunteers means. Like, I can only guess, based on the words that were used in the sentence, what that might mean. I'm, I'm
1: trying to stay clinical here as I, best we can. Right. We have to, right, you know, we're on right, radio, so right, we got to, right.
0: you know, anyway. Claiming, you, guys, you guys
1: are talking as if you've never had one in your mouth
0: recently. <laughs> and I feel bad if that's the case. Uh, it's not the case, okay. at least for me. I can't speak for anyone else. 603-283-6160. We're going to talk more about this. We'll get to more of your calls and thoughts. Free Talk Live.
10: The Shire Free Church offers a sanctuary to those seeking an escape from state churches. The Shire Free Church is an interfaith, diverse group of
7: people that may not share identical theological beliefs.
1: As a member in or minister of the Shire Free Church, you are a sovereign individual and may be the faith of your choice.
10: We don't claim to have all of the answers. We are open to all peaceful people.
1: We want to learn from each other.
10: What unifies the Shire Free Church and its diverse members is peace, love,
1: and liberty. There are many paths to God, one for every individual.
10: The Shire Free Church does not define a specific path beyond these parameters that must be your foundation. Peace as your way. Love as your guide. And
7: liberty as your light. Learn more at church.shiresociety.com That's church. Dot Shire Society dot com.
6: Yeah!
0: and we're back, and the telephone number is six zero three. 283 6160. If you'd like to join us in the studio, it's myself, the captain, Kahuna, and Richie Rich. Rich. Uh, I do want to continue talking about this story from RT.com about this emotional support stripper. Uh, her name is, what was her name? Something? Kong? Fanpei Kwong. Oh, Kong. Yep. Uh, she. Asian. Traveled from her native Houston to the front lines of Ukraine to offer her services as an emotional support stripper. I don't know what that means. When we last left our heroes, we were discussing this um, uh, feature Service that she offers. Yeah, feature <laughs> of her OnlyFans page that where she offers uh, free emotional breastfeeding to soldiers and volunteers <laughs> as one of her specialties. Uh, Is
1: that really a specialty? <laughs>
0: Uh I guess it's not. I mean cuz I guess like anyone, you know, endowed like and
1: I feel like in theory I could do that if there was no milk involved. <laughs> <laughs> right? This is this is not unique to her. She is milking both the soldiers <laughs> and like her the
0: rest of her only fans. Okay. In more ways than one is is what she's doing. If there's milk involved, I'm out. Right,
1: but yeah, if I, not, I don't want
0: to kink shame anybody because okay. like there's people that are into like that kind no, of not a thing. I'm just saying I don't you know? produce any,
1: so it's one like right. she's got a competitive advantage in that area. But you could just
0: buy some and like pour it over yourself. Okay, yeah, okay. You know, get some one percent. I don't All know, right. you know, half and a half maybe. <laughs> I don't know what you would do. Uh, claiming she initially went to
1: Ukraine last year to do ordinary volunteer work. Sure. <laughs> uh huh. Lending a hand... Oh, no, I don't have any more money. How am I going to pay for my plane ride back to the States?
0: (laughs) Ordinary volunteer work like lending a hand at women's shelters and orphanages, Kwong told the Daily Beast that she soon grew tired of helping those in need because she had done it before back home.
1: I don't like helping people in need either. I need to get paid for that. (laughs) I'm totally on board with this. (laughs) Wow. Wow. It didn't
0: feel like anything unique to what I had back in the States, she complained. I wanted more. I wanted to be with the military. She expanded her volunteering horizons as an emotional support person for English-speaking soldiers. It's the uniform that gets them. That's what I'm thinking. And was soon romantically involving herself with a slew of Ukrainian men overcoming the language barrier with the help of Google Translate. I thought it was just English-speaking a, it, English it, yeah, a minute ago. Just the Con- international language Con- of love. <laughs> I thought that was French.
1: Not Is it, Russian. I don't know. Okay. Uh, definitely not Russian. Definitely not.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she claimed to be dating four when she was interviewed by the Beast in Kharkov. A drone operator, a power plant worker, and two IT workers. Polyamorous libertarian hero. Quang, Whatever. <laughs> Though she didn't reveal if any of them knew about the other three. Oh, so I guess well, I they will... do now. <laughs> <laughs> she also dates foreign soldiers who have volunteered their own services to the Ukrainian cause, she said. I think they're using the term date very loosely. Here. I feel like they are too, <laughs> okay. but it depends. Like, is she charging for these dates? No,
1: because it's free. It's volunteer work. Mm, okay. I or- mean, is there dinner and a movie first? right is she getting double paid then like, i don't know
0: well, i don't know uh people don't talk about the sexual needs of the people of a country at war
1: she told the outlet well because usually um, they're just raping the minorities over there <laughs> uh, their okay, needs are satisfied what's the is it apocalypse now or
0: the you know they're in vietnam or whatever and they're like oh. f-e-s-e five dollar or whatever yeah, right oh, like, yeah okay that movie talked about it plenty mm-hmm, yeah right you know uh, anyway, Kwong lamented... Full metal jacket. Full metal jacket. Thank you. Kwong lamented that not all Westerners have been supportive of her sex tourism. It, she's calling it sex tourism, tourism. now. Yeah. No. Uh, that would be where you're going to another country... Well, no. I guess maybe it does qualify. Like, in the utmost definition of sex tourism. Okay. Uh, revealing that when she joined a group chat for humanitarian workers... These guys just tore me for three days straight. Sure uh, they t- did. T- toward t- her? <laughs> tore. T-O-R-E. Oh, as tore. Okay. Yeah. I, I got, I got accusing it. Accusing <laughs> her of wanting to make porn off of mass graves, she blamed sexism. The scantily clad influencer allegedly continues to do humanitarian work, according to her OnlyFans. Someone Def- needs to feed those soldiers. <laughs> Which is defined as cash donations to Ukrainians in need and volunteers I can see with my own eyes who are doing good work social media, kitchen help, water runs to frontline villages, English practice for kids, etc., etc. Her online business is technically illegal under Ukrainian law. I mean, so that's civil disobedience. Okay. Right? Technically, right? Yep. Uh, which prohibits the sale or distribution of pornographic images or other items with penalties including fines or up to three years jail time. However, be ironic
1: if she got arrested in Ukraine for <laughs> under that law.
0: However, comma, making content for OnlyFans in particular has become a popular line of work among Ukrainians whose lives have been upended by the conflict, according to the Daily Beast. That's the whole story. Okay, that's the rest of the story. <laughs> yeah, it's my Paul Harvey impersonation. No, no pretty too good. Old. Too old for Paul Harvey, most of the listeners, or I'm too old for most of them. Anyway, anywho, anywho,
1: um, good on her.
0: Like, there's things about this story I really like. There's things I don't like. I feel like she's sort of like not being honest with herself.
1: Maybe. She's exploiting a market opportunity, though, and as a good capitalist, we can't really knock her for that.
0: That's true. That's true. Or her knockers. Well, I mean, I haven't seen the knockers, so I don't know if they're knockable. Okay. But, um, you know, I'll I'll give you an update later. (laughs) (laughs) I think we've milked this story for all it's worth. (laughs) Don't you? Sure. Let's go to some of your calls and thoughts. We've got Sarah in New Mexico. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live.
1: Have you ever breastfed a soldier? Sarah's not with us. Oh.
0: She is. Well, we'll she appears to be with us, but (laughs) no. Sarah going once. Sarah going twice. Sarah, give us a call back. How about
1: this? If you've ever breastfed a soldier, (laughs) give us a call. (laughs) For money. For money. money. (laughs) 603-283-6160. Or if you're a soldier. Looking to be breastfed. Looking to. Yeah, you okay. know, like the other way around. Yeah, right. If the you're a soldier right. the other, Either the you're right. the feeder or the, the feedy, e, right? <laughs> you
0: know? Yeah. Whichever one you are, give us a call, six oh three two eight three six one six zero. Uh I you know. okay. Like it would be I would prefer that she be over there instead of supporting, you know, soldiers in wartime or whatever, like like you know, uh, champion for peace. Okay. Champion for nonviolence, right? Use use your market advantage, right? Uh, f- for that purpose, I think Teach it would be these a-
1: Ukrainian women how to set up an OnlyFans so that they can make some money in their displaced environment.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, get people like here's here's something to talk about this, and that's the fact that decentralized platforms, or at least m- more decentralized than like brick and mortar places, right, have given these people an opportunity to earn, even though their life is in shambles. Yes. Right. And so, whoa, wouldn't it be great if humanity could take a lesson from that and go, oh, the network effect provides? Oh, wow. How else can we take advantage of it? Oh, you mean we can check out of our, our statist money? Oh, wow. Shouldn't we take advantage of that, too? Yeah. Of course, sex sells. Right. So that's where the attention
1: is going to get. I'm really surprised that OnlyFans didn't have a more cryptocurrency heavy approach.
0: It's because uh, they're a central, still a centralized. Uh, platform There's understood still, uh...
1: but at one point they were like losing their processing from mastercard right because of the pornography right and i'm like oh perfect market opportunity mm. for like cryptocurrency oh i haven't you can bet some lonely dude is going to figure out a way how to convert fiat to bitcoin if it means he could check out didn't the that happen to uh Pornhub?
0: did they didn't like didn't they get shut down by all the credit card processors and they're like that's fine we'll take crypto
1: maybe And and I haven't checked up on it since I heard that story. Pornhub is a conglomerate. (laughs) Is it? It's huge now. They like, have you ever seen those, you know, the corporate media owns all these outlets Mm -hmm. like graphs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's one like that for Pornhub. (laughs) It's remarkable.
0: But there's like three hundred companies that own it or something. Like, like well, every everything everything reports up to Pornhub.
1: Right, Pornhub at the top and then oh. a whole conglomerate underneath them. Oh,
0: Pornhub owns a whole bunch of different a whole companies.
1: Bunch of stuff. Oh yeah. I thought it was the other way
0: around. There was no. a whole bunch of owners. No, no, no. Oh. Pornhub is like
1: at the top of a just a media conglomerate. Wow. in that industry it's amazing i mean i'm not surprised like all of mean, your favorites it, it, playboy i think is underneath the porn Up banner at this point I mean, wow. I, mean, Don't make,
2: me. I mean it makes sense it's it's basically the main portal to that and so that would be i would think the the biggest market for all those for all those sites
0: i wish i was surprised but um we all know at least i do anyway from having lived through the 90s the inception and the early 2000s the inception of the internet The internet Uh, is for porn. Well, the internet Mm -hmm. was like sort of on shaky ground for a long Mm -hmm. time. The thing that stabilized it and made like created Mm -hmm. actual viable business models Mm -hmm. was the porn industry, right? If it wasn't for porn, the internet probably would have failed. I'm I'm just saying that from the experience that I had with internet companies, Y2K, all that kind of stuff.
1: You can thank porn for VHS (laughs) over Betamax.
0: (laughs) Yes, you can. As well as Betamax was better yeah
1: higher quality video yeah
0: yeah it's sad
1: that that vhs won it's because of porn porn went well we'll go vhs and the rest is history Uh,
0: if porn would just go all crypto all the time i think crypto would never (laughs) ever have a problem again
1: neither would the porn industry because again (laughs) people will figure out in order to access the porn
0: right yeah the proper incentives give humans the proper incentives Mm -hmm. and and they will learn anything yes right Uh, And that's why, well, government sucks because government doesn't incentivize you to do anything, right, except for, oh, fill out your forms and give them, you know, half your money or more. That's the only thing they incentivize.
1: And the forms are confusing for a lot of people, too.
0: Yeah. What's the the meme? It's like, uh, hey, uh, I'm trying to do my taxes. How much do I owe? I don't know. You have to figure that out. What if I get it wrong? Well, then you go to jail. (laughs) We know, but
2: we're
1: not going to tell you. Right.
2: And they're not, they're not accountable if their forms are confusing or, or stuff doesn't at work. At
1: yeah. yeah. That's, that's part of the IRS, like, helpline is if they give you bad information, right. you're still wrong if you, fill it, if you take their advice and fill yeah. out your form wrong. Right.
2: How
1: ridiculous <laughs> is yeah. that? I remember a long time ago, whilst I was still filing a tax return, I asked my mom, like, hey, can you help me with this, Mom? And she's like, it doesn't matter. Just <laughs> fill it out. If it's wrong, they'll send it back yeah. with a correction. And sure enough... They sent it back with a correction. I made the correction and refiled it again. Nope, like they know. They just <laughs> wow. you have to do it, and so I don't anymore.
0: uh, uh speaking of making money, uh, there is a term in the English language called arbitrage. yeah mm-hmm. now I was I took advantage of arbitrage when I moved from the Seattle area to Key New Hampshire. <laughs> uh, what does that mean? That means the cost of living was lower here. Than it is in Seattle, Washington, and I maintained my income the same as it was when I lived there as when I lived here. So I didn't, I didn't, you know, take a a loss in pay. I didn't get a bump, but like the actual realization was that I
1: had more money because the cost of living was lower. Yeah, this is called arbitrage. The, the simple explanation is simultaneously buying low and selling high. Right. Yep.
0: So one family this is from Yahoo News. One family pocketed. 7.6 million dollars by taking cans and bottles from Arizona and recycling mm-hmm. them in California.
1: That's it's like sm- an that's old sm- episode of Seinfeld. That's smart. I think that yeah, yeah. Th- and that's arbitrage. <laughs> yeah. Right. But you got to save up all those you can't be making run like a weekly run, right? You have to save yeah, up right. enough. Yeah. To well, uh, overcome the tra- cost of transportation. Yes. Okay,
0: right. You don't want to do just, but you probably don't aren't going to do one, right? You're going to do several, but you got to right. make sure. Do the numbers. You're not going to do it in a
1: pickup truck. You're going to do it in a 40-foot, you know, semi.
0: Right, yeah. or rent uh, one of these portable on-demand storage things, have right. it ship for you. We figure yeah. out what the costs are. What's it going to cost you? Figure out where you're going to make profit on this thing, and then pull the trigger. Yep. Right? This is uh, mm-hmm. capitalism one. Mm-hmm. Anyway, prosecutors say this is fraud, no, uh, uh, you know, it's fraud, prosecutors, you know, it's fraud, the state, the state. Yeah. the state is fraud. See, what's but what's
2: not fraud or what the, what they don't say is fraud is the opposite of that. Right. So their revenue assumes that some percentage of people never return their cans or whatever. Right. Yep. And so that's part of the mix. Um, Hawaii. That, that. That's not they don't claim anything wrong with that. Yeah, that yeah. If you are...
0: if you have a if you buy a bunch of canned or yeah. bottled goods in California and take them to Arizona and you recycle them, and get nothing. They're, they're fine with that, right? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's not fraud at all, right? At, at right, one so...
1: point, Hawaii instituted like a six cents per can tax.
0: Yeah, Michigan had that okay. for a
1: long time. But when you re with the refund, I, still, I don't know when when you recycled it, like you only got a five cent refund. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there was no way to get that other penny back. Yep. So uh... so you you even if you wanted to recycle you were losing money on every can and the most you could get back was like 83% <laughs> unless of course you went out and got the cans for free right right if you dumpster
0: dive or yeah. like offer right. to like take out your neighbor's trash and keep all their cans yeah. for yourself or whatever something like that something yeah.
1: like that yeah. but in general they they you know to promote recycling they went you you can't make any money off it anymore the most you can get back is like 83% yeah when i was a, a beach bum in panama city florida
0: I uh, me and uh, my friend Rob would go because he had a car. I didn't. OK. Panama City, for those who don't know, is like a spring break uh, party beach town kind of a thing. Uh, It's big during spring break for all the college kids and giant parties the size of Tahiti happen all along the beach. Not the size of Tahiti, but like, I mean, huge college parties that go all day, all night uh, at these resort hotels. And Emotional so,
1: sport college students. Yes.
0: And okay. so like me being me, I looked older as a, as a kid. You know, I had the mustache early, you know, facial hair, that kind of a thing. And so I always looked older and I would just sort of meander into these parties. Right. Because I kind of looked at their age and that kind of a thing. And mm-hmm. so I'd start drinking and, you know, hitting the bong and, you know, all this fun stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. And I just, you know, partied and I would sleep on the beach. They had uh, uh, freshwater showers uh, mm-hmm. at certain intervals along the beach just as a. You know, the city provided those so you could for shower sure. off the, uh, the the salt water or whatever. So I was able to shower and not mm-hmm. stink. And, uh, you know, it's the beach in Florida, man. Like, you know, I'm not going to freeze at night or anything. So I just partied for like an entire summer. Nice. And, uh, you know, guy needs money. Uh, I had a job selling sunglasses. It was a cash under the table job. Mm-hmm. But like selling sunglasses, you would think would be pretty easy. But if you're, if your boss buys, well, crappy looking sunglasses that nobody wants, it's a little tougher sell. So I decided to supplement my income. I was going to rope my friend Rob into driving like early in the morning. We're talking like 430 in the morning to all of these places where like the parties had, you know, fizzled out. You know, the sun's coming up. You're like, oh, we better go to bed. <laughs> and we would just collect cans and bottles. Uh, they would pay us by the pound or whatever. So yep. it was mostly aluminum. We would crush as many of them as we can, toss them into bags, toss them into the back of his car. And then we would go and get money. for that. And that's how we paid our rent. Wow. Was with these cans, right? The the money that I made selling sunglasses was like food and cigarettes and, you know, beer and, you know, fun stuff, right? Uh, and so, like, I'm kind of like on board with this idea just yeah. as mm-hmm. a result of that. I'm like, here's a thing that you can do to earn money. You're, you are providing a service, and that is you're actually helping these, uh, at least in my case, I was helping these resorts uh, with their trash problem, because yeah. these bags would often be overflowing, or there would be just be more bags than cans full of trash or whatever that these people would put out, and you're just like, oh, look at all these cans. If I think only I'll you take knew
1: them. you could be a millionaire by doing this on the West Coast.
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: however, a California family that earned millions of dollars just by recycling cans and bottles has now been accused of multiple felonies that could lead to years behind bars. Oh no. In a felony complaint filed this month, state prosecutors charged eight family members in Riverside County with defrauding the state. The recycling eight. <laughs> the recycling eight. What are you
2: in for? We recycled cans.
0: We'll call it, we'll, like no, the old we'll, littering commercial. We'll just call them the eight eight eight. Okay. And they're like, is there eight hundred and eighty eight? No, there's only eight, but they recycled twice. Uh yeah. Defrauding the state is what they're charged with by importing used bottles and cans from Arizona, <laughs> some 178 tons in eight months, and recycling them in California. Okay, so hey, how many tons a month would that be? 178? 178 or eight? I was told yeah. there'd be no math. like 20, 22. We, we got a math guy here. Okay. Yeah. 22 tons a month? Yeah. So that's... Uh, m- how many not not a ton a day but yeah. close right close. 30 days. okay business yeah.
1: days mm, ton, yeah
0: ton one ton every yeah. business day okay close enough yeah i wonder how big a ton <laughs> of recycled cans looks you know what i mean like how big are they crushed like that's my first question
1: i think you would have to crush them yeah yeah i just, mean that's, just to save that space. is a massive quantity yeah yeah
0: Anyway, the recycling operation earned the family $7.6 million. That's right. M with a million, right? Or a million with an M. Uh, now, of course, I know the state. They're saying it earned the family $7.6 million. They're not going to talk about how much it cost them no. to, like, gather these up, crush them, put them into a vehicle, get a vehicle, pay the gas, right? You know, uh, the the labor involved. They're not going to yeah. factor that in, right? I still think they're making out. I still think they okay. are, too. Otherwise, they wouldn't have done it. Right. 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 Yeah. But I'm just saying, for them to say they earned $7.6 Even if their that's, profit that's was that's a million. The, that's the gross, not the net.
1: Yeah. Well, even well, if their profit was like a million. It, right? You're like, eight months work for eight people get you a million bucks.
0: Heck yes. I'm on board. Sign me up. Yes. Uh, according to a statement from the Office of California Attorney General Rob Bonta, investigators also found a stash of... Illegally imported beverage containers oh, worth another one
1: million dollars.
0: <laughs> so they were. What does just, that
1: even mean? I, I don't. Know. Do, okay, okay. For the constitutionalists out there, help me out. Uh, how does this not fall under you know the interstate commerce clause? Right. Like uh, in a positive way. Okay. Right. There's supposed to be uh, mm-hmm. parity between the states. Amongst things like it's okay in one state, it's okay in the other state. And right. That's that's why we have the you know the federal government to regulate that. So should be okay, right? It's legal. It's legal to recycle in both states. There's crossing a border yeah. to do it.
2: Yeah, you know when I think about it, like cans and bottles, and I don't know which states are listed, but it's just sort of a memory, they've got a bunch of states on there. It would Be like Connecticut, Massachusetts, whatever. Yeah. Blah, blah blah blah. Five cents. Yep. Certain states are ten cents.
0: Right. It doesn't say. Thou it's shall not idea. cross the state border. Like like when I lived in Wisconsin, uh, in the <laughs> northern part of Wisconsin, there's what's known as the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. And you would often get the cans that said five cents or mm-hmm. whatever it what, was, 10 yep. cents, I don't know yeah, what it was, yeah. in Wisconsin. And so in order to get your, your money, you would take those cans across the border yeah. to cash them in. Now, they would refuse your cans if they didn't have the little thing stamped on it. Okay. Okay. Right. That said Michigan ten cent refund or whatever, right? Right. Occasionally. Yeah. Right. Um, and I just remember that as a kid. Yeah. Right. So like this has been going on in states for
1: a long time. Like I said, they did a Seinfeld episode about it.
0: But the reason
2: that that they're that the state is trying to, you know, pinch these people is because of the quantity, right? Obviously, I would think that many people do this just like you were talking about. Yeah. It's just the the sheer quantity here. They want to make an example. Yeah, these guys they went big. They're yeah, like, go yeah, bigger, yeah, go home. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to make it worth it. Right.
0: When someone purchases a plastic or aluminum bottle in California, they typically pay an extra five to ten cents in California Redemption Value. Pass. See? Pass. Yes. Yeah. Or CRV, which the consumer can get back by returning the items to one of the state's more than 1,200 recycling
1: centers. You get part of it back. Arizona has no such program. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs>
0: California's recycling program is funded by consumers and helps protect our environment and communities, Bonta said. Those who try to undermine its integrity through criminal operations. Recycling. Yeah. Criminal yeah. operations. Yeah. Hey, man, what are you, you in get, for? Criminal yeah. recycling. You're going to do some hard time Pets. for that. <laughs> What'd you do? Recycle some cans? Yeah. Man. yeah. yeah. This is what, what the USA is coming to, yeah. right? Uh, these people are facing multiple felonies. For
1: recycling yes i sold bitcoin what did you and, do i recycled cans yeah and, oh, and again them away.
2: again i get back to the the opposite side of that it's you know why isn't the the uh, person or organization for the state facing uh charges for all the people that don't you know sort of right. bring, bring their cans back yeah i mean the state the state's taking all that money in
0: what are your thoughts? If you collected cans and bottles and crossed a state line to recycle them because they'd give you, well, more or something where your state wouldn't, does that make you a criminal? Should you be facing felonies for that? 603-283-6160 is the number. Our number three of Free Talk Live is next. talk live. Um, we're back. Telephone number 603-283-6160. Again, 603-283-6160. It is the Sunday night edition a free talk live in the studio tonight. It is myself, the Reverend Captain Kickass, joining me. Kahuna and Richie Rich. We've been talking about this ridiculous story <laughs> from Yahoo News out of Comi- California. Sorry, that I thing. repeat myself. Uh, a family has pocketed $7.6 million by taking cans and bottles from Arizona and recycling them in California. That's fraud,
1: prosecutors say. I say that's arbitrage. It's fraud because they did not pay the California tax to obtain the cans in the first place and therefore not entitled to the California refund. I don't think that that's how that works. I would agree with you, but that's the prosecutor's case, right? And I would think that there's
0: some precedent for this already, right? This can't yeah. be the first yeah. case yeah. of this happening. Right?
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean the, like I said earlier, there's multiple states that have this sort of thing and from what I remember, they're on the cans. So, how are they going to tell where where it came from?
0: Yeah. In the criminal complaint prosecutors Maybe the largest case yeah. in recent yeah. maybe. Yeah. 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 yeah, this is probably why we're reading is cuz it, you know, showed up in the news feed. In the criminal complaint prosecutors accused family members of unlawfully conspiring to commit grand theft and defrauding the California recycling program on a chronic and ongoing basis. Wow. By seeking reimbursement for out-of-state containers and containers that had already been redeemed within California.
1: Hmm. What, how, how is how it already is, redeemed? Yeah, how is it already yeah. redeemed Okay, they're bringing it from Arizona? So here's part of that, right? Uh Read that part again, because there's one part in particular that stood out in the criminal complaint. Prosecutors accused the family members of unlawfully conspiring to commit grand theft
0: and defrauding the California recycling program on a
1: chronic and ongoing basis by seeking reimbursement. There you go. Stop right there. That's the word reimbursement. Right. It's the the California recycling program, as Kahuna mentioned earlier, counts on people not recycling. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. They they make money right. if you don't recycle. Mm-hmm. You pay it up front right. and then you get reimbursed mm-hmm. for it later. Right. right. And so they're counting on people not doing that mm-hmm. as the only way otherwise yep. there's no money to be made. Right. These people are just getting reimbursed. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which which is fraud? I don't know about that. But if you really wanted, if you really wanted people to recycle, right? If this was a, if this was a, yeah, if this was a noble program, right? right? Then it's just like there you go. Well, we don't care where you bring it from; just bring it to us because we're going to recycle the metal. We mm-hmm. care about the recycling.
0: We and don't want to pollute the environment, and thus bring us your things to recycle because it's mm-hmm. good for humanity.
1: But also yeah. in recycling the metal, right? It's like that's their investment. They'll give you the money because they're going to use it for something else that's yeah. going to generate a profit for them yeah. later. Right. And the likelihood is the California Recycling Program does not do that.
0: Yeah. We could talk more about this, but let's go to your calls and thoughts. I believe we once again have Sarah in New Mexico. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live. Third time's the charm. Oh,
11: yes. Um, I just want to bring that um, they're actually going to have a, a human trafficking um, acknowledgement day. So they were on the news.
0: Is this a day where, like, they just allow people to human traffic and don't prosecute them, like the purge?
11: Well, it's a, it's a celebration. It's an acknowledgment. They a celebration a of human trafficking? <sighs> no. So for that, to acknowledge for the victims to come forward, it's a, it's an encouragement.
0: Oh, um, yes.
11: To fight against the Trump. And then they actually have a coalition that were on TV. I was quite impressed. That they had a meeting, and they it was enough to be you on know, television, so they're going to have a i, I don't condition. i
0: don't know if i I like the state sort of encouraging or incentivizing mm-hmm. uh victims of a thing, anything whether it 's human trafficking or whatever to come forward because yeah. this usually backfires on government right yeah. uh, what they will do is they will incentivize people to come forward, and you 'll get a bunch of people coming forward that well actually weren't trafficked
2: mm-hmm. yeah cause, i mean as a practical matter. The, the first thought that pops my mind is, how are these people going to get away from the people that are tra- trafficking? Because presumably they're sort of under lock and key, if you will, yeah. being watched closely. So what are they going to do,
1: escape? I mean, there have been escapees, right? right. That's but that's kind of how you know what's going on with evidence. Yeah,
0: yeah. right. Also, too, if uh, oh. too many of these people come forward, we might actually find out the client list of the Epstein flights. <laughs> oh, can't have that. Anyway, go ahead, Sarah.
11: Well the, well, the thing is that um, the, I'm bringing up this issue is because people don't want to look at it. People don't, um, if there's a prostitute, people think, like, well, she's being forced or how horrible it is. It's just that No, we just talked about a
1: volunteer to one to in the Ukraine. Ukraine.
11: Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the whole thing is, well, she's out there because she wants to be. You know, that everybody just kind of. Like it's a touchy subject. Nobody wants to talk about it, and then everybody just um, kind of pretends that it's not there. Right, look the other way. You know, don't don't get involved. And do they though? Because so like I keep
0: hearing about human trafficking all over the news, almost well, all the, the, the time. Because the movie came out. Which movie? A uh, Sound of Freedom. Oh, was that about human oh. trafficking? Yep. I I paid no attention to that either. I okay. I've seen a bunch of people go. You got to see this movie, and I'm like, oh, whatever. I'll you know get to it eventually.
1: Okay. It's 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 a basically based on a true story of human trafficking, oh. which is mm-hmm. why Hollywood's trying to suppress it.
0: I see, Sarah.
11: So, but isn't that the guy that that he um, some actor played that guy, and that he was trying to save the children? And was it that was it like a Christian based movie? Is that was that what it's about?
1: I think it was, was pro- that- it was produced uh, by some Christian organization. I don't have those details. Have You seen it? No. Have you seen it? No. no. Okay. As soon have as you... it hits the torrent sites, man, Sarah. Have you seen it? <laughs>
11: No, I actually I, I see, I've seen a little bit of the p- preview in the TBN. The actual that that person that saved it, and there was another like a handsome actor that played that guy on the Trinity Book broadcast. Very few
0: who, actors um, are not handsome.
11: Oh yeah, but I mean, he was a really good actor. And, yeah, uh, I can't uh, think. Uh, I can't
1: put my finger on his name, but he's he's a list Hollywood. Yeah.
11: But what, what, what even a list? Like he's like really wanted. He's like top. Actor that got that jaw. Top that what Gun
1: Actor. It's not Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. <laughs> no, but not I
0: that mean, guy. He's really a good actor. I'm reciting <laughs> a phrase from Team America. Spotswood said this about about the guy. Top Gun Actor. Anyway, go ahead, sir.
11: So, you know, I was at the Unitarian Church today, and when I was in the bathroom of stall, they had about like. A
0: Libertarian Church?
11: Unitarian. Uh, Unitarian. Uh, what's a Unitarian? Unitarian.
0: They worship units, so, unicorns.
11: Yeah, they had the agora help line. If you need help, call this number. It was a private bathroom stall. Mm-hmm. Only number I did not see was the human trafficking one eight eight number, and then the free me text number. I didn't really look at it really close, but they they had if you're depressed, call this. If you need somebody to talk to, call this number. If you need if you have a drug addiction, call this number. If you have alcohol, a, 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 but I never I never saw that one eight eight. It, they must I mean, be in on it. Then. If you number.
0: constantly call it a talk show, call this number.
11: Yeah. <laughs> and then, then the text. You should add free like, talk
1: Please. lives number to all of these signs. You anytime should. you come across Please it. Please do, Sarah, carry a Sharpie with you. Got oh, something it, to get you know off what? your chest.
11: Hey, it, it, it's that I love, I just want to bring up that New Mexico is like really terrible when it comes to human trafficking.
0: You had me at and, New Mexico is really terrible.
11: Yeah, just period. No, but no. Mexico has a lot of good things about here. I no, love New me Mexico, but it's a, they kind of, um, the women get treated like dirt here. I mean, it's like. I you told know, you last um,
1: week, Sarah, if you just continue to advocate for eliminating all the cars, then you can't traffic anybody anywhere. No traffic. Well, no traffic, well, no, I no human traffic.
11: Probably, probably do it on the bus. Maybe they'll have surveillance. Um, video of pimps forcing girls uh, on the buses is free. And too many
1: other people on the so, bus. You got to do it in a private vehicle.
11: Hmm. Well, um, so I'm just bringing this up. So I, I, would I don't suppose, know. If not from experience. Coalition. Yeah, I, I, I guess they have to have a car. I, 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 don't, I don't know. So, but what
0: about a moped? Um, Could you human traffic on a moped? Only small children. I, just kidding. I don't know. Uh, they don't fit so, Sarah, is there, a, is there a website or a special phone number or something that, that you want people to be aware of?
11: You know, I haven't caught that organization. There. There's actually a women of coalition that was on TV that have, that are organizing this day. So, But I would like to have their website because I, I'm just really amazed that there is an organization that's bringing this prop, problem up to the light. Here in, in this state, and that's mm-hmm. a start. So, but um, I do not have the the um, the phone number. Okay. I you know. So, but I I don't know why just New Mexico has been like the, the la- very last state or something like always the leftover state when it comes to doing this, and and for some reason, but women always got bad treatment here. I I don't I don't know why. Well, first of all, it's the you know? desert,
0: and the desert sucks. Literally sucks the life out of everything in it. That's why I don't like New Mexico. It's also uh, the state motto is the land of enchantment. But uh, we know from uh, looking it up that New Mexico is the land of entrapment. Uh, There are more people in New Mexico prisons not from New Mexico than anywhere else. Uh, in fact, uh, yeah, people outsource uh, their prisoners to New Mexico uh, for you know federal charges and, and things of that nature. Also, more people are arrested and put into the New Mexico prison system uh, that are not from New Mexico than are from New
1: Mexico. Uh, these have all been true at least at some point in the last twenty years. And we know from a previous caller that at least in one case, the the government was responsible for tra- trafficking children. Correct. From so, one parent to another.
0: So in one way, you know, there's a whole lot of human trafficking going on uh, of people in the prison system coming to New Mexico. So they're being trafficked from other states into New Mexico. How do you
1: feel about that? Child Protective Services.
11: Uh, I, I I have never heard anything like that because... um, Because you know haven't looked into had it.
0: Had That's him. why you haven't heard of it.
11: Well, I mean, I, I'm just kind of, it's like, what people in what prison? I mean, it could be because we have, like, uh, people running around with warrants that, 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 that they're trying to catch and put into jail. So
0: yeah, but I'm they're from New Mexico. It. I'm talking about people not from New Mexico who are in prison well, in New Mexico.
11: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's kind of, why would that be? People that live here from New Mexico, they don't go to jail. They'll, they'll throw everybody else from out of people. Out of state people in our prison. I mean, it so she's aware of the problem. Head. I, 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 no, I, this is the first time I heard about it. Well, it put it's because the care. state
0: can make money off of it by housing and putting people in prison uh, from other states. The state makes money off of that. That's why there's always an incentive, you just have to follow the money. Thanks for the call, Sarah. 603 283 6160. If you are from the land of entrapment and have more information about, uh, you know how people can get help uh, who have been human trafficked, or you have information on the land of entrapment itself, the number of people uh, from outside of New Mexico in prison in New Mexico, give us a call. The telephone so, number six zero three two eight three six one six zero.
1: The sound of freedom, one much like the Ukraine story from before. Yeah, right. The producer or whomever um, was ever responsible for the movie. Yeah, right. If you look at old interviews. Right. He was like being touted as the guy who was exposing human trafficking on the morning shows, the late shows. Like, oh, man, this guy's great because he's, you know, firsthand. Shining
0: a light Shining on the problem. Shining a light right, on yeah. the problem.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then the movie comes out and he's like a QAnon conspiracy theorist. And this is, you know, not a real thing anymore. But it's it's based on like his true life story that five <laughs> years ago everyone was, you know, praising him for doing. Right. And as soon as he shines the light on, like those people, mm-hmm. like the elites, mm-hmm. like all of a sudden, it's the narrative change. The narrative changes. Whoa, what would cause such a massive change, Richie Rich? Uh, them trying to cover up their heinous crimes and trafficking, allegedly.
2: Kuna, I, I agree
0: 100%. With everything? Ever? With, with, oh, yeah. <laughs> ev- everything. It's <laughs> a lot to agree with. <laughs> Don't you contradict yourself by doing
1: that? (laughs) Yes and no. Yes and no. That's
0: the right answer. Uh, Circling back to this recycling story, uh, in the criminal complaint, we talked about that, felony grand theft in California. From the
1: state for recycling. Is punishable by up to three years in state prison. They stole nothing, by the way. Right.
0: There, There has been no theft. Yeah. There's been no theft. What they did is they went out, they collected some cans, and they brought them to a recycling station, and they traded, and mm-hmm. they received
1: money for these cans. They sold these cans. per can yes. the deal.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't see where the, I don't see where the fraud is. <clears throat> I mean,
1: where's the fraud? Well, because the cans you you can only recycle. You know, if the terms of service on the on the recycling plan said only California cans I, accepted here.
2: Right. I so I get that, but I don't I don't ever recall seeing that in a can. Maybe I need to relook at it, but.
1: What if it's on the, what if it's on like the drive up window to the recycling plant? Ugh. We only take California cans. And you have got, you know, this 18 40-foot 18 wheeler of miscellaneous cans that you've collected from thousands of locations. Well, the
0: state would need to pay somebody to verify that. Yeah. Theoretically. Theoretically. Uh it gets worse. Okay. Redeeming out-of-state containers to the degree th- the family is accused of could increase the sentence by an additional three years, so six years
1: for recycling, as they as they've been told to do throughout the generations to save the planet. But they did it on a massive scale. Uh, you guys who were like, "Well, we need government."
0: The hell we do. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's completely unnecessary.
1: Government be, disincentivizes well, recycling. Yeah, should we'll, be the we'll indoctrinate you first. And then
0: we'll put you in prison for complying. Oh, (laughs) court documents did not identify an attorney for the defendants who have not been convicted of a crime. Last year, six people were charged in a similar Arizona to California recycling operation that prosecutors said netted more than $10 million by fraudulently redeeming more than nine tons of empty beverage containers. At least 93 people. In California, were convicted of recycling fraud between 2010 and 2019, according to
1: a report by a nonprofit consumer watchdog. So California's been doing this for decades.
0: Since 2010, it sounds like over a decade. Yeah. All right. So bad, California. I, yeah, bad. very bad. Like, I mean, we knew California was bad already, uh, but. Felonies, six years in prison for recycling. For sa- helping save the planet. <sighs> this is something that the government has been all about. Recently. For since I was in grade school. Yeah. Right? Oh, it's important that we recycle. Recycle, reduce, all your reuse, them, recycle. All your cardboard. Yeah, reduce, reuse, recycle. All these campaigns paid for by the blah, 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 blah for recycling. Paid for by your local government. Please recycle.
1: Separate your glass and your burnables yep, and, and your and, cardboard. Yep. We're going to give you sixteen different yep. containers. So you can sort all your trash. Yep.
0: You got to put your compost in one, your cans in the other, and your bottles in another. And something but if you else, bring it from Arizona, don't do
1: that. Yeah. Separate all sixteen categories in California only with California waste. Nothing from Arizona. Got it.
0: Yeah. Arizona can become a uh, a big pile of junk for all California cares. They even if these uh, cans and bottles or whatever these recyclables were made and distributed it from California into Arizona, California doesn't want to back, apparently. I thought
1: pollution was a global problem. No, apparently it's just a California problem. Just a California problem? problem.
0: Okay. Yeah, I... Uh, like they for, fly These
1: environmentalists I mean, fly all over the planet telling us how to live our lives, <laughs> right? Yeah. But you, you recycle from one state to the other, try to abide by what they tell us you need to do, and all of a sudden it's a felony.
0: Emphasis on the mental... Mental <laughs> environmental. Yep. That's what the story is. The story is mental. It's uh, like can't you just like cooperate with other states? I mean, are you providing a service or not? Yep. Right. Is if you are, then provide the service.
1: And again, if if the recycling is going to happen, right? They're they're they are the ones who are going to reuse it yeah. in other projects. Right. right? It they're should, going it, to make their money back.
2: It shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter where it comes from. At the end of the day.
1: Yeah, because California aluminum is more expensive than Arizona <laughs> aluminum. Yeah,
0: because in theory, they're going to you know melt it down or whatever it is they do. Supposedly. And yep. then they have a buyer for it. Right.
1: Right. Or is that not the case, California? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just, oh, they take it to the recycling plant and just goes into the waste, the, the landfill. <laughs> Shipped to the Philippines.
0: Yeah, maybe they're, you know, recreating some coral reef with it or something. I,
1: Who knows? You know. But if, if they can't make their money back, right, then we're, we're, wherever the aluminum comes from, whether it's yeah. California aluminum or Arizona aluminum, if they're not making their money back, it's a failed program to begin
0: with. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I mean, because it's a government program. It's a I understand program, that. Right? Yeah. You of all people, of course, yeah. understand that. Um, I wonder if uh, you've heard of uh, seasteading, of course, uh, the both yes. of you. Um, have you heard of island building? Uh, this has been done. Uh, specifically by the government, and I believe it's been done off the coast of California. Okay. Where they found, like, a you know, a shallow uh, area that's off of the coast, you know, enough that you got a boat to it, right? You're not going to yep. swim out to it. But uh, they just started dumping rocks, and, like, you know, eventually it was enough that they dumped into this area for it to be a man-made island.
1: The government is doing this or private?
0: Uh, I, I believe the government has already done this, and okay. so there exists... Somewhere off the coast of California, a man-made island where this, okay. this in fact, happened. Or they took a small island and made it bigger by doing this, okay. whatever it is. So I'm wondering now if states like California are going to pull this kind of crap with recycling, right? I'm wondering if there's a market within seasteading for, like, island building. Like, find a spot that's in international waters and just start chucking stuff into the water until you've built up enough of a mass that you have an island.
1: Well, they also talk about all the pollution and what and plastic bottles and everything that's causing man-made islands already floating around in the Pacific, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if, if that happened to float near California and you drug that to shore and took it to the recycling place, Would. is that fraud? Are you defrauding the state? How many felonies Probably.
0: is that and how many years in prison is I don't that? Know. If you're, you just collect, you're it, never getting if out. You
1: collect it at all... And it just happened to be in California. Like, no, I live. I, I cleaned up the beach.
0: Nope, too bad. What if you're in a steel... Straight to prison. What if you're in a steel boat, a ship, if you will, and you're not from California, <laughs> but you happen to port in California uh, because you're having a problem. You know, maybe you got a crack in the hull, you got a leak coming on or something like that. And so you decide you're going to pull the boat out of the water. And it turns out it's going to cost more to repair the boat than the boat is worth. And you decide, hey, I want to recycle this thing. And so you put it on a trailer, take it down to a California recycling station to recycle, you know, the the steel. This is of, not of California boat. steel. Is that now a felony? It's not California steel. Where was the boat built? Like, how far does this go? How, fa- how far is California willing to carry this particular facade in order to put people in prison and find them? Anytime they think they can get a conviction. 603-283-6160. Still to come. Why is an 11-year-old boy standing trial as an adult? More Free Talk Live is next. Thank you for listening to this Sunday night edition of Free Talk Live, your favorite
1: episode of your favorite show, Free Talk Live.
0: The favorite telephone number that you've ever had is 603-283-6160. I am your favorite host, the Reverend Captain Kick. Joining me is your favorite co-host, Kahuna, and your other favorite co-host, Rich Rich. And we want to say thank you to one of our favorite amplifiers. This is a person who contributes $5 a month to Free Talk Live for the purposes of advertising, marketing, promoting, and supporting this radio program. We're currently on something like 180-ish radio stations. We could be on 200, 250, 300, 400. It's not out of the question. It's all up to you. You can help us spread the message of liberty, freedom, peace, and prosperity by supporting this show, just like Elliot Axelman does. Elliot Axelman is a silver level amplifier for Free Talk Live. That means he gives five bucks a month. It is a Patreon setup. You can find out all about this program at amps.freetalklive.com. That's A M P S It It is a Patreon thing. Uh, you can give more than five bucks. Five bucks is uh, the minimum that you can do on these sites. So uh, that's all we ask for. You can do ten or whatever. There's different levels, there's different uh, little perks that you get things. If you become an amplifier, you get some stuff. Uh, but that's not why you should amplify. You should amplify because you want to spread the message of freedom, peace, and prosperity through this program. Again, Elliot Axelman, thank you for being an amplifier. You can find out more about becoming an amplifier over at amps.freetalklive.com.
1: And like I said last week, amplify your voice. Yes, indeed. We can, We have more reach than you do, generally.
0: We have a platform, and uh, you can help us uh, help Spread the message of freedom. Uh, We are Free Talk Live, so let's go to some of your calls and thoughts. We've got Jerome calling from South Carolina. Jerome.
9: Trump train! Choo-choo!
0: You're on Free Talk Live.
9: Yo, yo, Vinny. The boss wants you to delete the tape. You got that? The boss wants you to delete the tape, Vinny. Okay, Vinny? Yo, I got it. The, is this is, this is, is Donald good?
1: Trump uh, 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 telling his one of his associates to delete the security tape when he went to hide the boxes at Mar-a-Lago. One of his bootlickers. Okay. Whatever. Subordinates. Whatever. <laughs> that, 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 now, Jerome, what about we the cocaine in game. the White House, Jerome? What about the we, coke? We
9: call
1: them. Oh, no, they call did an investigation.
0: Game. No, I want to ask Jerome what he thinks about the cocaine in the White House.
9: Oh, I think it was Hunter this. Well,
0: <laughs> duh. I mean, thank you,
6: really? Captain Obvious.
9: What Don't tipped
1: you, know you off, Einstein? The real question was, What's who that? brought Hunter Biden's cocaine into the White House?
9: What's wrong with you, Captain Cano? Don't you know it was Hunter Biden? Ah, I
1: What's assumed that, you? of course. Tell so did Captain
0: everybody Cano? else. We just wanted to see if would you would come to his defense. Jeez, man. So, are you? Do you? Do you support Jerome? Do you support cocaine? Hunter Biden's cocaine in the White House? Or Are you against?
9: Yes. Yes, I do. I support cocaine in the White House. Well, you heard it here first, everybody.
0: Jerome, South Carolina supports cocaine in the White House.
9: Tongue firmly planted in cheek. Yes, Capitano. I support it.
0: Captain what? What are you calling me?
9: El Capitano. Canel? uh,
0: I don't
1: don't hear it either.
9: El Capitano. Cano? You call yourself Captain Kick-Ass, right? Right, yeah. I say, well, you're El Capitano.
1: What does cano
0: mean? How do you spell cano?
9: T A N O Capitano.
0: Oh, Capitano. It's, it's a, El Capitano. Yeah, oh, God! It. I see Man, what you're doing. I'm like Spanish. Captain Cano. Cano what? of like, yeah. yeah. beans? can of worms? Cana? No, and I don't call myself that. Uh, I was given that name, and I just uh, perpetuated it.
9: Yes, yes, you did. Just like, just like the guy the reporter asked. Um, in fact,
0: in fact, Jerome, you may not know this. Uh that yeah. was originally lobbed at me as an insult for spilling my friend Jake's beer. And as he was like uh, are. and he was like, way to go, Captain Kickass, you spilled my freaking beer. <laughs> and I turned that into a legend. So, you know, I'm a resourceful dude, at least.
9: Yes, thank you for your creativity.
1: Well, thank El you for Cap- your Tano. thank
0: you for your Trump train, Jerome.
9: Hey, by the way. Choo choo uh, what what a dumbass question to ask the um, uh, Kareem Jean Pierre Ah, whose cocaine was it? I mean, didn't you hear Trump? Didn't you hear the, the Wharton School graduate, top of his class, or oh, it was Hunter Biden? Uh, no, I
0: didn't hear uh, any of that because I evidence. don't watch television.
9: Uh, of course, uh, based on uh, based on the investigation by the uh, Fox News report reporters, you know. The 787 million dollar uh, company that's got to pay out all that money to a uh, Dominion uh, voting company. Hey, Jerome, oh, do you, you, you want to make geniuses? Jerome?
0: Do you want to make fifty
9: bucks? Uh, what do you have in mind, Taylor?
0: I'll give you fifty bucks <laughs> if you will not watch television for a full week. Ooh,
9: that ain't happening. And besides, <laughs> oh, the, okay. and besides that, the price you got to pay a lot more than that.
0: All
1: right, I'll, Six, sixty all right,
0: bucks. All right, I'll, I'll make it
1: thirty. <laughs> oh yeah, right. What's what's the price, Jerome? Just so we hey, what, we're gonna start a collection.
9: You, what, what, what kind of math you're doing there, Captain? First you say fifty. What are you doing that at Wharton School? The sharp Wharton School math.
1: Okay, now it's twenty bucks. <laughs> I want to know what it would take. Yeah. How much would it, how much would we have to collect, Jerome, for you to not watch uh, TV for a week? Thousands. Thousand. thousand? 1000 yeah. $1,000. No. right.
9: That, that, that's a good start.
1: Okay.
0: Hmm. At least now we know. Well, now we know. We'll see what we can do. We're not going to do just, much. I just want, like, like, we'd have to figure out how to, you know, verify that yeah. Jerome didn't yeah. watch TV. Hey,
9: uh, hey, why don't you tell me about, uh, why don't you in about how Trump's been stealing the, the Republicans' money to pay all his, um, his lawyer debt? But,
0: no, I don't think I will, because I don't he, care.
9: million this month. I I don't care. This is why
1: we do the Trump train.
0: I don't care what Trump does. Why should I? Why should I care?
9: I don't care what he does either, just as long as he doesn't get to be president again. Well, you sound all upset about it. Why do you care so much about Hunter Biden, but they don't care about Jared Kushner? Because Hunter Biden's uh, got good cocaine,
0: apparently. Good enough to get in the White House.
9: Yeah, but they don't care about all the money Kushner made from Saudi Arabia. And uh, His daughter and the money coming in from China, China, China. He didn't. They don't ever talk about that though. So, Why did you say it three
1: times? Well,
9: because it made me feel good.
1: Okay. So, so the 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 reason it's that the, the reason that the cocaine is an issue, right, is generally because of the war on drugs. Yes. And all of the people who are in prison, right, for possession, distribution, whatever of drugs, uh, cocaine being yeah. one of them. Yep. Right. Yeah. And and when it's Hunter Biden. Because he's got political connections to the vice president yeah. and now president Joe Biden, he right. gets a pass, right? Yeah. He doesn't get arrested. He doesn't get convicted. Yeah. He doesn't get treatment. Yeah. He spends zero time in jail. Supposedly the most secure area yeah. on planet Earth, the White House, is right. just like, uh, yeah, we don't know. And so generally, yeah. generally, we are in favor. In other words, they're two-faced,
9: right?
0: Exactly. The government is two-faced, yes. Yeah. right.
1: Generally, By we are way, in favor of people making personal choices with drugs or whatever they want. right? Yeah. So the fact that By Hunter way, Biden does cocaine doesn't really matter. But the fact that they're left, willing to put, you know, generally minorities and other people in prison for the same yeah. offense and let Hunter left, Biden go because of his political connections, that's left, a problem. he's
9: related to Joe Biden. Reminds me of that old song, she's all right, she's all right, she's all right. It's COVID. not even. It's not even generally
1: <laughs> Joe Biden, right? How many other times have politically connected uh, family members been let off the hook for similar reports for the same thing?
9: Hey, right. hey, I got, I got one for you. I got one for you. What about Bush's wife killing somebody and, and getting away with that? What about uh, Hillary Clinton? We never talk have about you, that story. Have, have you, have well, you seen up, the body? We'll talk about it, huh? Come on, let's drag up some dead bodies. Yeah. How about that story?
1: But let's dig they up the dead body of Ted story. Kennedy's car out of the lake or whatever river that he dumped Trapper, in. Chapa There you go.
9: Yeah, but he never got to be president. They made sure of that. Okay. They bring that up all the time. <laughs> Every time he ran for president, they brought that up. Yeah, because it's about a big Bush deal. Bush yeah. White, he
1: let a woman George, drown. Yeah.
0: Wait, wait, wait. George, uh, Jerome's engaging in what about his own. Go ahead, yeah. Jerome. What about what?
9: Wrong, he was wrong for that, okay? He was wrong. <laughs> he should have been. What about George H. W W W W Bush wife getting away with killing somebody and not being punished for that? Yeah. We don't bring that up, though. They should be punished. My hey, daughter's, daughter's on the Today Show. How do you know, we, today, know we don't bring even, that up, Jerome? O'clock.
0: How do you know we don't bring her that up? He actually
9: to her so. daughter, her sweet little daughter's on on the Today Show every day at ten o'clock, but they don't bring that up, though.
0: Jerome, we brought that up like three weeks ago.
9: Hey, how about the vice president shooting somebody? Oh, and uh, oh, as Cheney's a, got as a as gun, yeah,
0: we brought that up. Cheney's got <laughs> a gun. Birdshot <laughs> right to the face.
1: Yeah, what about it? I shot, I shot the chef, but I didn't shoot the Cheney. Mm. Now, now, if the friend really didn't want to press charges, yeah. right, then fair play, right? Like, yeah. he's the victim. right? He's like, okay, you, you shot me, homie. Like, I'll let it go this yeah. time. Buckshot, <laughs> I would have had you, but birdshot, no problem. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but I, anybody else should have been charged. Final thoughts, Jerome. Hey,
9: Jared Kushner, $2 billion from Saudi Arabia. Don't talk about that, though.
0: No, we talk about that all the time, Jerome. So thanks for the call, man. We'll talk to you next time. Let's move right along. We've got uh, an unscreened caller. What is your first name, please? You're on Free Talk Live. Dagwood. Dagwood? Like the sandwich? Oh, the
1: sandwich, yeah. Oh, I was thinking the color. the Sunday morning. Are you Hungry. doing dishes or Hungry. something? Is it a type of sandwich or does a sandwich shop? Oh, Dagwood hung up. I don't know what Dagwood is
2: now. I guess he didn't like the sandwich There reference.
1: was a... Uh,
0: there was a cartoon,
1: cartoon. A comic
2: strip. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. like, oh, It's kind of
0: like how a, like a Shaggy makes the big ass sandwich yep. Okay. in Scooby-Doo. Yep. Yeah. It's like that. It's called the Dagwood. It's yeah. just a giant yeah. sandwich. And okay. Dagwood was the it's... character in the comic. I'm like... familiar
2: with the comic. This is like way back in the
0: day.
1: No, I'm familiar with the Sunday morning comic. Okay. I didn't okay. get the reference to the sandwich. Yeah. So... Okay.
0: Uh, let's go to this unscreened caller. You're on Free <laughs> Talk Live. What is your first name, oh, yeah. please? Bob. It's, Bob, it's Bobby. Bob, Bob Green. Sounds like you're smoking. Bobby hits the ball. Yeah, you a, smoking or what?
4: I'm sorry, guys.
0: Re, re, is, it, is it a water bong?
4: I didn't know you guys. It was. It's a concentrate cartridge. <laughs> oh Jesus.
1: Okay. Compose oh, yourself, Bobby. Compose you're on yourself, national Bobby.
0: radio. Yes, yeah, you've made an impression. <laughs> What's on your okay. mind?
4: Yeah. So. um I think Whoa. you guys are a little over all over the road um, uh, today. um uh, but Like a uh, New
1: Mexico driver. I was
4: to... <laughs> yeah, man, I had to get my thoughts back together. Because I... you were on Jerome, and Jerome just kept going on, and then he gets into the weird stuff, and you guys are funny because you guys are joking on him. He doesn't even know that you guys are making fun of him. I think he knows. Hilarious. I think he knows. You know, uh, he calls in enough. I don't
0: think enough. he does. I mean, maybe I he's oblivious. So. Yeah, it's true. He's
4: oblivious well, in either way, if he does or not, you know, um, but th- the thing I was calling in he says this is Bobby. I talked to you. Um, uh, uh captain, um, kick butt. Um, uh, we can say ass. So captain kick ass. Yes, yes, you can. Um, c- yeah. Cause I'm being kick very ass. careful because sometimes, you know, we call uncensored. I call you uncensored too on free or talk. Oh yeah. 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 yeah.
0: We're, we're definitely yeah. censored this time. So thank you for being careful. Yeah. I appreciate you.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, So, so so anyways, back on topic, I called you also another night because of the UFO discovery, you know, because I know, and I don't really believe that guy that they had in just the last time. But I'm just saying, yeah, yeah, I mean, about the biological non-human body thing. And then, because it was all hearsay and he said, oh, no, they told me that they had the craft. Okay, now, if they have a craft or not, maybe, maybe not. I don't think that guy... I think that guy was some type of Countel Pro or some type of, uh, you know, stooge. But I am really, because I've been calling Ian and you guys, you know, the show, based, sure. you know, Free Talk Live for a long time, you know, whoever the host is. yeah. And I, I'm always calling because um, I've experienced quite a few times uh, UFO sightings and UFOs. Or, and even not even just a UFO, you know, orbs of light, you know, like they look like orbs. Like And sometimes. Have you
0: been abducted?
4: No, never been abducted. Right, just um, uh
1: never been yeah. probed.
4: No well yeah, I have been probed, but not by an alien. <laughs> you know. Uh,
1: what about no. an
0: illegal alien?
4: But, <laughs> well, if, you know, if she's you know anyway
0: anyway, yeah. Carry on uh, yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, so the so and then with that spy balloon, for a long time they were saying, Oh, there's nothing up there, you know, we don't see it. You know, like like literally just lying to everybody, gaslighting them because they're looking at it and they're like, "Oh, there's nothing there," you know. So some of these UFO things, I know a lot of it is probably crap, but some of it, I don't know. I've seen some unexplained things in orbs, and I think uh, you've seen. I think you had an experience too, Captain Kickass. Um, something with the uh, 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 UFO experience, didn't you? I.
0: I'm trying to think now because I would think I would remember something like that. I know that I've seen are, stuff okay. in the sky that I can't explain, but I don't know if yeah. I if I ever was like
1: oh, that's a UFO, man.
0: You know, like okay. may, well, maybe yeah. I smoked enough weed and had a cough like you did at the beginning of this call. <laughs> I
1: mean, by definition, sure. it would be
0: right. By definition, it yeah. would be. But like, uh, here's the thing with uh, UFOs and and the government sort of like saying whatever it is they're saying, like alien spacecraft. Like, show me the craft. Bring it out, yeah. trot it out, man. Put it on tour. Show me the body, right? Let yeah. let uh, let Pantera open for the UFO or something mm-hmm. as you bring it
1: across country on tour. Did they say tour. they had a body? I thought it, they had like you know part of an organism or something. Do you
0: remember uh, that that alien autopsy video from like twenty years ago? Yeah, yeah that it was, was a fake.
1: Yeah.
4: That scared me. Yeah,
0: but a when lot I of people bought
4: it. When I was that yeah, came out when I was like eight. And I I thought it was so real and like they, they wouldn't show on a regular TV, so I had to get it off of. Um, this is back VHS. VHS tapes. You could still rent or was Betamax? No, no, no. That wasn't, not that. Because this came out in like '98, said '97. That I saw it. So, so anyway, just they before had DVDs. It. Yeah, they had it on. They had it. We. They still had the video stores with the VHS tapes. So anyways, I rented it. My. You know, and my my didn't know it was kind of a weird thing, anyways. I put that on, you know, at night. I was like, Oh, there it is, they got one, and it scared the crap out of me, man. I, I couldn't sleep for like two three days, man. <laughs> I the sock and I, then I later found out <laughs> it was fake, and I was like, oh, Okay, you know, but it was funny. That, that was a great one, though. You so, know, so, so what do you think? No,
0: does the government like, have an alien spacecraft and an alien, or no?
4: I I don't think they have I don't think that they have an alien body. I think that there's been uh, I think there has been crashes of uh, unexplained uh, origins. You know I don't know if they have it. You know I don't know what they have in their possession. You know because I don't think a lot of them have crashed. You know, I think they have, you know, um, experiences like David Fravor. He saw them flying around and going back and forth, but not crashing. So I don't know if they've actually crashed and they got bodies, but I think there is some type of phenomenon in these things flying around, though.
1: Yeah, that that was like one anti-theory that came out recently, right? Like these alien spacecraft, the most advanced technology we've ever seen, able to travel light years to get here. And then once they hit our atmosphere, forget how to drive. <laughs> right. Oh right. man, the brakes are shot. <laughs> right. I got a terrible mechanic. <laughs> and then boom, right yeah. into Earth. Like, yeah. How likely and is And the that? only other thing is
4: if is maybe if they tried to shoot it down, but even if they could try to shoot it down, all we got is regular conventional weapons. Right. unless they mm-hmm. use one of those, you know, they got ray gun, but those ray guns can't shoot that fast they shoot like long distances and needs a big target you know like a ship yeah you know so I don't know what they would shoot it down with uh, what about you know?
0: the uh, uh some time ago I remember seeing something about uh folks sighting UFOs uh emerging from like the ocean That's yeah more
4: yeah, yeah yeah those are um uh, no. uh, 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 dive-ables, they call them you know some type of uh, diveables. so um I guess I guess some of them you know, people. Um, uh, I know this is a big conspiracy, but people believe that there's, you know, um, these under underwater cities of uh, aliens. They actually live under the water, and that they have to go back and forth um, uh, to, uh, to, you know, space, and they go back down into the water because that's where they can they conceal and hide until they want to make themselves known. And there's all kinds of different little ones. So yeah. You know, they like got never heard of that too. Yeah,
1: as long as they don't buy their parts recycled carbon fiber from Boeing for the yeah, underwater craft. I, 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 yeah, I don't buy okay. the
4: underwater one I If think they, uh, I think if there are UFOs, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I think I said if I think that if they are like the regular ones that fly around, I don't see why they couldn't go underwater and come back up. But I don't know why they live under there because I'd rather live up in outer space. You know, if I could do all that.
0: If uh, if an alien spacecraft did crash into the Earth, and the alien survived and was like, oh, man, I've crashed into an alien planet. I'm going to need some form of currency to fix my spacecraft or to send a signal to my people to come and get me. And the alien decided that the only way for him to do that was to recycle his spaceship in California. (laughs) Would California charge him with several felonies and threaten up to six years in prison?
4: Well, I think since um, uh, he's an illegal alien, I think Newsom will be like, "Oh, here's uh, here's uh, here's he us, space, Please, um, uh, he'll say that we need to worship. He'll, he'll he'll immediately have us paying it, you know, and like having us worship it, like this is God or something. I think they would turn it into something like, "Oh, this is our new king," and then they'll make it. They'll make they'll, they'll make us point. all obey them because they got an alien. They're nuts over there.
0: That's a good point. Like, if an alien actually did crash but, like, was alive, like, there'd be a cult around it immediately.
1: Yep. Right? People would be like, oh, you were the second coming or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And if the saucer shape shape, shape is the most efficient for intergalactic travel, um, how come none of the SpaceX or Blue Origin people are building saucer-shaped space? I thought that the cigar-shaped
0: UFOs were the most common sightings.
4: What is it? I, I can answer that, because well, okay. the, the, now, now I don't know why the, the UFOs are disc shaped What I'm saying is why Elon Musk and all, because we have to leave Earth's atmosphere. They don't have to leave, you know, they, they don't have to worry about gravity. So they have to shape that so a rocket can push it up, out out. Well, but, know. The, the, rocket, so, but I don't. The,
1: the rocket then uh, disassembles, right, and comes back down after they get yeah. blasted out of the atmosphere. So the stage 2 yeah. part could be saucer shaped, blasted off with a cigar shaped rocket, and then once sure. you're out of the atmosphere, saucer on out of there.
0: Yeah, or yeah. uh with the space station being built or multiple space stations, uh you could just rocket materials up into space and then build your, you know, saucer shaped whatever to travel intergalactically faster than like any other shape supposedly. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Yeah.
4: So that's what's on, colleague. Thank you guys. I, I like having this show, um, uh, you know, on instead of uh, you know that uh, replay stuff. So I love it. I'm happy to have you guys back when you are, you know. So thank you guys and have a good night,
0: Bobby. Thanks for the call. We appreciate you. So, UFOs. What do you think? Yes, no, maybe. Are they real? Is the truth out there?
1: The truth is out
0: there. Is this yeah. an episode of X Files in disguise?
1: Uh generally. Like I want to believe that. Are you molly there. and I'm scolder? Yes.
0: <laughs> is he the cigar man? <laughs> what? Maybe. Have you ever watched X Men? No. Uh-oh, okay. Oh, okay. Never mind then.
1: Anyway, like it's it's hard to it's hard to believe that there's not something else yeah. out there. Oh yeah, and I would.
0: Yeah. I it it's
1: very hard to believe. And yet, I require evidence yeah. to change my yeah. belief system. Right. So un- yeah. until there is convincing evidence that there is, I will continue to presume that there is not.
0: I'm presuming that there is, and... That they've sort of given us the look over and have been like, no way in hell am I going down there. These guys are inconsistent, incoherent. They're evil to each other, constantly and consistently killing each other, murdering each other with bombs all of the time. No.
2: If they're a peaceful
1: species, then yes.
2: Yeah. they're They're not a threat to us because they can't even get it straight amongst themselves. So we don't have anything to worry about.
1: And they don't want to give us the technology that makes us a threat to them. Right. Right.
0: Yeah, they look down on us, and they see that like, these guys are only good at two things: breeding and conquering. Right. We don't want them conquering us, so we're not going to help them at all. Well, they will take some as pets every once in a while. You know, it. You know, human beings uh, have this thing where, like, you know, if they discover something new, they they want to, you know, they want to do it with with the new thing. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So if aliens did come down here, I guarantee that somebody would want to, uh, you know, have the sex yep. with the alien. Mm-hmm. I guarantee it, it would just happen. Uh, it's not me, but like somebody out there would. <laughs> just right? to be clear. Just to be clear, it wouldn't mm-hmm. be me, but like somebody out there would. be like, yeah, I'll do it. Like somebody would do it on a bet, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody will do it just because they want to be the first, mm-hmm. right? Like human beings are weird that way, man. 50 bucks, dude. Put your junk I, in it. What if Jerome would do it. People would ever oh, turn $1, off $1, a thousand dollars we already know he has a price prices a thousand dollars everyone has a yeah. price jerome's is apparently a thousand bucks we're out of time thank you kahuna for filling in for nikki tonight thank you richie rich as always thank you to our listeners and our callers we appreciate you if you missed any part of this episode find us on the archives over at freetalklive.com thanks and peace
10: This is Mark Edge with Free Talk Live. Mark Warden with PorcupineRealEstate.com is one of the best real estate agents I've ever worked with. I've been through about two dozen real estate transactions in my life, and I feel like I know what I'm doing, but there's always the things that you don't know that you don't know. Mark Warden with PorcupineRealEstate.com found a problem with the house that I was buying that ultimately saved me $65,000. He's a consummate professional, holds his people to his own high standards, and I would unequivocally recommend him for any real estate purchase in New Hampshire. Don't sell yourself short. Contact PorcupineRealEstate.com.